to episode 405 of the Super Ultra Podcast Arcade for February 4th, 2023. I am one of your hosts, Daniel Nicholson, and with me is my co-host, Dominic Stallworth. What's going on, Dominic? And it is freaking cold, man. Winter is here. <laughs> uh, <laughs> finally, finally got here. Like, starting early February. Like, yeah, man, freaking freezing. Um, but, you know, um, on this podcast, we want to get right to, like, gaming um well i'll actually a little bit on sports just a little bit um the um because i know you had the warrior one but happen so I, I don't mind hearing a little bit about that um you know it's going to be mahomes versus um jalen hurts of the eagles you know homes of the kansas City chiefs they're going to be a super bowl mm-hmm. um i'm okay with it even though i was rooting for the Bengals to beat mahomes because it's a it's a sports show I watch, and this guy's insufferable. He's a insufferable Chiefs fan, and I hate like I wanted to say, oh, I wanted to see him angry. And then when they fucking won, I was like, well, I have not watched any sports shows for uh, the the last week, and I probably won't watch none unless the Chiefs lose for a while on that. Well, at least that show anyway, because darn. Um, but yeah, because I don't mind. My, I don't. My Mahomes winning. I don't have nothing against the Chiefs. Like they're good, they're good. I mean, shit. Um, I just find it funny how Chiefs fans, everybody, they're all talking about how like, oh, everybody didn't have us winning and blah blah blah. And I'm like, nobody really. I, I mean, some people did, but it wasn't like a like you were an underdog. Yeah. That's the thing. You you're always. I mean, some people like people saying like, oh, because of Tariq Hill, um, he's not there anymore. Um, so they thought that the Chiefs wasn't going to be that good. Mm-hmm. And whoever said that are idiots because I always thought Kelsey was the best guy. Uh, and he said he's there. So the tight end. So I'm like, what are you talking about? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, because I always – I still had Kansas City probably winning the division. Or I thought like, oh, maybe if they don't win the division, it'll be the wild card. But because based on that division I, – anybody thought the division would be great. Um but it, it wasn't. It wasn't that great. Um, and Kansas City won it again. And I I mean, Mahomes is great. I mean, there's a reason why the man got paid that much money. Right. <laughs> you know, he got <laughs> he's getting almost like fifty uh, like he's getting like what, thirty something a year for I forgot how many years or or forty something a year? I forget what it is. It's something ridiculous. It's something he's getting paid a lot. All right. So that's that. That's all I'm gonna talk about. Um so Warrior Rumble, how was the Warrior Rumble? Uh, it was a really enjoyable show. Uh, obviously, the two focal points were kind of the men's and women's Royal Rumble matches. The men's Royal Rumble match was won by Cody Rhodes, which was pretty much a given. Yeah, that's not a surprise to anyone. Uh, the women's also wasn't necessarily a surprise. Rhea Ripley won that one. Um, but it did come down at the end to her, Oscar, and Liv Morgan, and they did kind of a fun spot where they were on the, all three of them were on the apron, and it seemed like there was some some tension there, like somebody else could have won. Um, outside of that, though, they also had the Kevin Owens versus Roman Reigns match for the undisputed world title or whatever with Sami Zayn in um, Roman Reigns' corner. That story is still going on with the bloodline and Sami Zayn joining them and everything. Uh, that kind of came to a culmination at the end of the Royal Rumble, though, because they had, uh, after the match, Roman Reigns, of course, won. 
but they ended up handcuffing Kevin Owens to the ring ropes and they were just teeing off on him. Um, and then Roman Reigns was going to hit him with the chair and Sam Zayn stops him. And he's like, no, you're, you know, this is beneath you. You, you don't need to do this because Sami Zayn is Kevin Owens friend, sort of on again, off again type thing. Um, and, and Roman Reigns is basically like, yeah, you're right. I am ben- beneath this, you know, you have to do it. Um, so there Sammy is holding the chair, you know, they, they kind of do this dramatic thing of cutting cause he's kind of standing behind Roman and they keep cutting to this angle. That's like, mm, is he going to hit Roman? Is he going to hit Kevin Owens? What's he going to do? Eventually after like the third time he tees off on, on, uh, Roman reigns solidifying that he is, uh, no longer part of the bloodline. Um, and then Jimmy, uh, one of the, uh, Usos, uh, just super kicks him, knocks him out. Meanwhile, his brother, Jay Uso, who has kind of been conflicted about the whole thing. He was actually the one most against Sami Zayn being in the bloodline, but kind of came around with him helping them secure the victory at survivor series. Uh, he just kind of, you know, put his head down and walked off. And, uh, now Roman Reigns is just pissed off that Sami Zayn has destroyed his family, destroyed his bloodline. And on SmackDown, Jay, Jay wasn't around. You know, he's Roman Reigns was talking to, talking to uh, Jimmy, like, where's your brother at? Why isn't he here? What's going on? Um, meanwhile, Sami Zayn basically challenged Roman Reigns to a title match at uh, Elimination Chamber, which I think is only a couple of weeks away. And that is going to happen in Canada. It's going to happen in uh, Sami Zayn's hometown, basically. So that's going to be massive. I I have no doubt that he is going to lose in what fashion uh, we shall see. But that that should be a, a very fun show as well. They're going to do actual Elimination Chamber matches for the Women's Raw title because Rhea Ripley has challenged Charlotte. Um, so that leaves Bianca's title on Raw up for grabs. And then since Roman has both titles for the men, both top titles, it's going to be the U.S. championship, which Austin Theory currently holds. So that should be a good show, too. That's only coming up in a couple of weeks. So, yeah, that's Royal Rumble. Good stuff. All right. That's cool. Um, So what was the big surprise? Uh, Honestly, there wasn't really any big surprise. They didn't even really utilize like legends too much in the trying to think. Was there anybody in the men's match? I thought there was like one person, but I can't remember who it was now. And then in the women's match, it was Michelle McCool. She was just sitting in the audience and then they were like, Michelle McCool is number whatever. And she was just like, oh, I'm in this match. So she puts down her popcorn and she jumps in there. Um, yeah, it was actually kind of a highlight of the stars that they currently have, which is really cool. Like, uh, the, the cool thing about the men's match was, uh, the first guy that come came in was Gunther. He's currently the intercontinental champion and he's, he's one of the best wrestlers in the world right now. Um, and then it was like Drew McIntyre and Sheamus were two and three. So they, they all hung around a really long time. Gunther actually went all the way to the final two 
it was him versus Cody at the very end. And they actually went on quite a while after they eliminated the person before them, which I can't remember who it was off the top of my head now, but they had an, like another 10 minutes of just those two going at it after, after everybody else was eliminated. Um, so he actually broke the record for longest time in a single rumble match with the 30, 30 men, men. Cause I think Daniel Bryan, when they did like a 60 man one or something or a 40 man one in uh, Saudi Arabia had the record for longest time in that. But yeah, that was, that was cool. I'm trying to think like Brock Lesnar was in there, but he was in there for a very short amount of time. He got eliminated by Bobby Lashley. Um, what's that? How he get eliminated? Uh, they just, just toss him over. Just toss him, basically. Just, uh, no, him and Bobby Lashley him. have been in a feud for a while now, and it seems like they're setting up like one final match for for WrestleMania or something like that. What number was Brock Lesnar? Um, I don't remember. He was somewhere. I feel like in kind of the middle of the pack. Like he came in. He didn't. He didn't even eliminate anybody. You know, I, I think it was two years ago. When Drew McIntyre won, he had basically, he came out at like number one and eliminated everybody from the first half of the Rumble until Drew McIntyre eliminated him. So obviously they can uh, you know, make him make him to be an incredible monster. But after he got eliminated, he was pissed off and like dumped a referee over the barrier and slammed the steps on the announce table and stuff. I guess the the biggest the biggest kind of surprise was that Pat McAfee is back, you know, now that all the football stuff is basically well, now that the college football stuff, I think that's what he was doing mostly is over. He came back as an announcer. Okay. So, he's a um, lot of fun. But yeah, um I I was actually um for the first time I I, I had a TV on and it was um Pictionary. Pictionary has a show, you know, uh, like a, a game show. Uh-huh. And it was um The Miz up there. <laughs> okay. Versus um what's his name from the um the black guy, uh the, the the black group, what they call um New Day? New Day, yeah. What's the guy what's the one name the guys from New Day? Kofi Kingston, Xavier Woods, and Biggie. Xavier Woods. Okay, that his, sounds right. And and I think it's their families. I don't oh, know, because okay. yeah, because it looked like and like, they, yeah, because I, I was looking and I was like, because when I saw The Miz, I don't really know The Miz that well. So I didn't, re- I thought that was just a normal dude. Uh-huh. But then I looked at Kofi, I was like, that dude looks familiar, man. He buff as hell, too. What, <laughs> what do I know this dude from? And then I looked, I said, no, these are wrestlers. I said, that must be your old celebrity thing going on here. Okay. Yeah. That's <laughs> just like Phil's picture. They were playing Pictionary. I mean, I wasn't really watching it. I just just saw just saw him up there. Um, I, I just know they nobody can draw. Uh, I'm not gonna say that. <laughs> <laughs> this is uh, quite the set that they have for this Pictionary game show. Yeah, <laughs> it is like a like a '80s living room. Yeah, it really is. Uh, I was I didn't even know that was a thing. Uh, but yeah. All right, so. I guess we get to what we're watching. Um, it's it's going to be real quick. I watch, I finished watching Andor. It's a great series. It ended very well. It's a lot of tension in that ending. Um, they they had like, man, they, there were some good moments in this this show. And for it to be a Star Wars, it, it's so weird because it's like, I, I don't know. I mean, because you, you don't, 
I, they should put a warning for like your kids are not gonna like this. It's like it's like like <laughs> like, like this. There, there's not gonna be a whole lot of. It's not gonna be. It's gonna be some fighting, but it's not gonna be no whole lot of stuff to keep their attention. Yeah. <laughs> so, because like I'm just thinking, it's like man, this this ain't something where like you could. This ain't something where kids will be like, yeah, man, I'm gonna be Andor or something. I don't know. It's this is this is like a serious, uh, really rebellion. This is like the uh, boots on the ground type of show about the rebellion and the really the dark side of rebellion, man. Mm. It's, it's like how like a real rebellion starts, like with uh, an uprising. And yeah. this ain't like everything that you're doing isn't quite just black and white good kind of thing. Yeah. Exactly, and that that's that's not Star Wars, honestly. If you think of Star Wars as a whole, it's good and evil. Yeah, absolutely. there is no there is no gray. There is no gray. Is it you're the good or you're or or you're bad? Yeah. So for it to now they try and to make in the one gray, movie, which I you mean, flip instantly, <laughs> start killing children. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. That that and that's it. And then you're like, oh, there you go. You're bad now. Um, but yeah, it was, it was a great show. All right. So now we get to what we're playing. So what I've been playing is Persona 5 Royale still. I'm close, really close to the end. I think, um, yeah, cause I went past the point of where, cause technically you're playing mostly a flashback mm-hmm. technically of the game, but now I'm past that point of the flashback. So, um, yeah, I'm still enjoying that game. Um, still liking it. I can't wait to start. Uh, Persona 3 um, and try that out. Um, also, I did try Elder Scrolls Online. I said last week I want to try it because mm-hmm. they have uh, um, quite a few things for free. And the game is free if you play it through Game Pass, but not PC Game Pass, though, which I did not know. Because oh, I was looking for it and I was like, I said, where is Elder Scrolls at? I don't see it up here. And then I looked online and I saw it's only free on, I mean, it's only, yeah, free on Game Pass on um consoles mm, so, so i just so i set up a console character and i mean i made a, I made a character i made a character i already had made a character technically with my own account but i did it with your account because i wanted to try the streaming um with that mm-hmm. and it does run a whole lot better it doesn't look it doesn't really look that much better um because graphically elder scrolls never really look doesn't really look that great really right. um i mean but it's, that's just how that game is um, I mean that's how it's kind of been. Is that like even when they came out? I mean, it was the best game. It was just the scope of it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, that's, of it, that's... and and then even this is online. That like, I I don't even know if it's even as good as Skyrim. Honestly, it's probably <laughs> worse than Skyrim. Uh, but so I create a character, um, a red guard, which it seems like I always end up doing. Always end up being a red guard. Um, because it seems like there's only people who are black. Um, and, and that, I mean, real, but I think they actually have it so that you can change your skin tone in this one. But yeah, I think that cool. it was just, but it's just that, um, I'm choosing the reason I told Rhaegar is because of the attributes and stuff that it has. It was mm-hmm. like, oh, I, I like it. And then you can add mm-hmm. on something else to it. Like, and I add on, I was a dragon knight too at the same time. Um, and you got I got all these attributes of things. I got like a whip or something. Like a, I mean, that's one of my um, skills. I mean, I still have a sword and shield. Um, I have a whip. I have a fire sword ability, and then I have where I can make my armor um, like shoot up spikes and stuff like that. So that was all right. Um, 
And I played through the game. Yeah, it, it does feel like just Elder Scrolls, uh, um, like so far. And I mean, yeah, it feels like if you know what Elder Scrolls is, that's that's exactly what it is. I mean, right now I'm just I'm trying to start this heist with this group um, to steal something, but I have to get the the members. And one member I got, she wanted me to help her um, save her crew, and then she'll join. So I like they were captured with by these bandits or something, these slavers. So I got them, and then she had poisoned the um the slaver though, the woman who was a slaver or whatever. The, she was a uh, on a ship, and she was dying slowly. And I had a choice that I could give her, give that woman the antidote, or kill her swiftly, or just let her die slowly. And for some reason, I gave her the antidote because I, I thought I thought it was gonna be like I give her the antidote, she'll give me something, you mm. know. But all it did was that, I mean, maybe I'll see something later on in the game, but I don't know because I gave her the antidote and just said, like, oh, you chose to save her. It's the satisfaction of saving like, someone's life, Dominic. Come on. No, because <laughs> I was like, she's a slaver. I wanted to get something out of it, though. I wasn't thinking I was going to get something. I thought it was going to be like, oh, I'll give you this for saving me or something. No, I ain't get none of that. So I was pissed off and I tried to kill her after. I was trying to kill her after, but <laughs> she. It didn't let me. It just let through. I was like, this is bullshit. You know, I thought I was going to get something for saving her, man. What the fuck was I care about her dying slowly? <laughs> Whatever. Anyway, um, now this other guy, I have to, um, I mean, I don't know. I don't, and honestly, I got lost. So why am I helping this guy? Because he's not the guy that's going to be on the heist. I think he knows the guy that's going to be on the heist and, mm-hmm. I think helping him gets to him. So I'm helping him in this dungeon, the Dwarven Dungeons. And if you know Elder Scrolls, Dwarven, the Dwarves are all long gone, but they seem like they're really advanced in technology. And they have left stuff behind. And this is what this man is trying to study. And I'm going through here, and I'm seeing that people, some of the people have been here before, but they have died. Um, for um, It seems like they might have killed... Well, the leader might have got his people killed because he was trying to take something that's in here to for himself. Mm. So we're just trying to find out what that is. And I have a feeling that the guy I'm working with is going to turn on me. He just, he has those eyes because he's, he's an elf. So they all look like uh, this. He's an elf. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, uh, but I, I see people, like you can see, um, people roaming the world because it's an open world it's an MMORPG and thing is that when I'm doing a mission there'll be enemies and they'll like they'll be killing them and one time I just all I see is a whole bunch of dead bodies I was like oh I, I said oh maybe somebody's been here before I think it's like a, like an NPC or something I didn't realize it was just the guy he's doing his mission and he's killed all the guys so I just can walk through and just go get what I needed <laughs> And that sucks. I was like, oh, I, I don't even fight. I said, that sucks. That means I don't level up being from fights. And then, and thing is, it's a hard time telling, like, what's an enemy or them until I get close to them. Because I'm up here, like, oh, crap, there's an enemy coming. And then I realized they just go right through me. And that's like, oh, that's it. Yeah. That was a, a person. <laughs> like, But a lot of those, almost everybody in there got, like, a, a freaking spirit animal or something. I don't know. Like, they got an animal following them. Um, something, and I'm thinking like, man, I'm thinking I'm doing. I'm thought I was doing like the early missions, so I'm like, y'all got animal stuff already. I'm on what level you got to be to do that. But then again, 
at the beginning of the game, you get to choose what road to go in. Uh, well, after you go through the tutorial stuff, um, you get to this room where there's a whole bunch of paintings. And, well, they're not paintings. They're um, actually like warp um, holes or whatever to choose what area to go to. And I chose to go to this desert land. Um, and they, so I'm thinking maybe those guys, they finished some other, some of those other um, places mm-hmm. and they chose, they just came here uh, to do some missions. And maybe they, that's why um, they, they leveled up um, high enough that they can get those abilities. But now I'm in a point where I'm trying to find, I was about to find a bank. Because I need to store some stuff. Because I was like, I'm, uh, um, I was in a dormant, um, like cave or whatever. But thing is, I couldn't pick up no more stuff. So I was like, oh man, I got to leave. I said, I'm going to leave and come back because I got to store my items. So I say, like, I got to find a place to store them. Then I looked online. I found a, there, there are banks and you can store your items there. So I was looking for a bank. And then when I just found the damn bank, the Xbox turned off and said, oh, doing an update. You have to do an update. And I'm like, you motherfuckers, you can't wait till I stop playing. Yeah. I said, you sons of bitches. So they just kicked me out the fucking game. And I was like, you assholes. And then I sent my angry letter to Xbox. <laughs> I sent my death threats. There you go. Um, to him. Uh, to, uh, Straight to Phil Spencer. Yeah, Phil Spencer. Yep. Right to him. Also, I played, did play a little bit on stream. I streamed it and... Cool. I mean, not streaming, but cloud stream. The cloud yeah. streaming. Um, I played through there, and yeah, the pixelation stuff is just really bothering me. But it runs really good. Like they do have the performance mode, and then um, quality mode, and the quality mode. Yeah, it, you can still see it runs. It looks like it running at thirty frames, and then we performance one at sixty frames. Yeah. Um, but I don't see the difference in quality, honestly. So I'm like, I just put on performance. It runs so a lot better. But shit, um, because of that, I just. But since the pixelation sometimes it bothers me. I just end up playing on my console, and yeah, it definitely doesn't look as good or run as good. But it's it's fine. It's fine for for me. But I do wish I could cloud stream it and it, it cloud streaming fucking out of beta. Damn it! This long the longest fucking beta man that I've ever seen. Um, and they fix it so I can run nice. It's funny because I it I. When I first started cloud streaming on PC, I I was fine. Mm-hmm. I Maybe mean, actually no, it wasn't fine. It was totally fine. I was getting kicked out, but then when I started able to play, I didn't have no pixelation problems. Right. It didn't start till I started playing um, Guardians of the Galaxy. I really noticed that, and yeah, I I do not like that. Um, and I wish it was on PC, man. I really wish it was on PC. I don't know why. It can be on PC Game Pass. And I'm curious, can I transfer my character from console to the PC one? Like, can you just transfer characters? Because I'm like, can I play just Elder Scrolls on PC? Just get it normally? Or do I have to buy it? Yeah. I probably have to buy it. Did uh, you yeah. have to make like a Bethesda account? Or was it just regular Xbox stuff? No. Um, so Did I have to make a Bethesda account? I just wonder. No. I don't know how you even log into that game anymore on PC, but I don't know. I think maybe they just use your Xbox. Gotcha. Yeah, because I'm, I'm playing on the Regulus, yeah. and uh, but but I put I changed my name to ADOS forever. I changed it to that. Somebody had ADOS. I was gonna put ADOS, <laughs> and somebody has. I said, "Oh, I gotta find him." 
but it probably stands for something else. (laughs) (laughs) We'll have to find him and slay him and take his name. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) All right. So, yeah, that's all I've really been playing. Um, I haven't really played much or anything else. I did try to play some High Five Rush, which um, you played, but I some reason it was it kept it wouldn't let me get in the game when mm-hmm. i loaded up on pc i read some prop people had some problems with that i don't know why it didn't let me play um it just kept saying no error or something i uninstalled it maybe i try to install it and try again but i played a little bit through streaming but because of the pixelation i didn't play that long but what i played so far it seemed okay um um the timing and stuff was i mean the, it wasn't a lag so i the timing felt okay when i was fighting um but yeah, so how did you like the game? I thought it was actually really cool. I I struggled a little bit with it uh, in the same way of like similar rhythm games. I I have a trouble with the timing, especially if it's not like obvious. Now they do have in the options to basically put like a beat meter at the bottom of the screen. I yes, didn't go that does that help. Far. That helps a little bit. What's that? That does help a little bit. Yeah. Um, cause they, they, they do very clever things like things in the environment bounce and even your meters bounce to the rhythm. And I found myself as I like nodded my head to it, I could get more, more into it. But especially like when you try to use the heavy hits where it does like, it skips a beat basically. It just, my head doesn't work very well that way. Um, but like. The game in general, visually, it looks awesome. It it has kind of a Sunset Overdrive vibe mixed with cell shaded anime look to it. Um, the tone of it, I think, is 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 neat. It's it's very much like this guy wants to be kind of a punk rock guy, but now he's got this robotic arm situation with an iPod in his chest. Does um, it explain to me what why he was there? I I think he's he like volunteered to be a test subject subject. Oh, okay, and like, what is this world? That, yeah, that's that's explains that. <laughs> that, that I yeah, I'm not quite clear on yet. Um, but yeah, I, I think the combat stuff is really cool, and if you actually can get into the the beat mechanic of it, I think it, it's really clever too. Um, you know, it kind of has like a a devil may cry or a bayonetta style combat system. You're also getting ranked in a similar way with, you know, a through E or whatever with S rank. Also, if you're really good at stuff. Um, but in addition to your like style and diversity, you're also being, being ranked on your, your beat matching. Um, yeah, I, I'm really into it so far. I don't know if it's something necessarily where I'm going to say I'm going to beat it, but I, it's definitely a cool game. I, I like it a lot so far. Um, yeah, that's awesome, man. Uh, yeah, I'm excited that I'm. I'm glad that they did something like like a, a surprise game, and it mm-hmm. turned out to be really good. Yes, uh, that that's why I'm really happy that 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 happened. Yeah. All right. So what's what's going on with Sports Story? Sports Story. I'm still just playing along through that. Um, I, so I've gotten now. I got the bike. I told you the last time I talked about this game that I had just picked it up. I hadn't used it yet. It basically plays like an excite bike esque thing. You're you're playing the the bike situation from the side, and you'll go over mountains or hills or whatever, and then you gotta land flat to keep your speed up. That kind of thing. I've only really played one little portion of that so far. I've also played a little bit of cricket. 
which didn't really do much for me. I, the, <laughs> the, this game, uh, I mean, besides the technical issues that I've talked about in the past, the stuttering and whatnot, which really just shouldn't be a thing for, I mean, we talked about it with Pokemon too, which is on a much larger scale, but for a game that is designed basically with the intention of only playing on the switch as it currently is, it feels absurd that you run into issues like that, especially when the first game did not have such issues. Um, and it's only extrapolated by the fact that like, I really like sport or golf story a lot. I just would have liked the golf mechanics to be slightly improved. And instead of just, iterating on that game and making a better version of that game, which some can argue obviously can be tiring. Um, they decided that, you know, they were going to add all these other sports to it. And so far, none of them are particularly fun. I think the, the soccer stuff, which I haven't even really had like a match or anything. I've just been kicking around a ball. I thought was fine, but you know, I talked about it. There's that soccer story game out there that I think does that probably a lot better. So uh, I, I'm sure they didn't necessarily know about that game or, you know, whatever when that, when they were working on this, but at the same time, it's just an unfortunate circumstance for them that now they're competing with a similar thing there. Um, yeah, it really just comes down reviews. to, sorry, go ahead. How's the reviews for this game? Um, I honestly haven't looked. I know the kind of discourse around it when it first came out was that it was kind of a, a, a disappointment, a, a, a bit of a mess because of the bugs and whatnot. Um, let's see. Sports story. Oh, Jesus. Um, on Metacritic, it currently has a 54. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Uh, Game Informer right, so gave it a 65, which if you're getting anything below a 70 on, on Game Informer, you're you're probably in rough shape. So I guess people really feel like you do. Yeah. Or worse. Uh, GameSpot gave it a 40. Those are the only... Did IGN wow. even do it? Those are the only big names that I'm seeing here. There's Nintendo Life. They gave it a 60, but everything else is is ones that I wouldn't even necessarily That's mention. Disappointing. Uh, I'm a little surprised IGN didn't do it. I don't know what IGN is anymore. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's, it, it really kind of falls flat. That's not to say I'm not still having fun with it. Like I'm, I'm still playing the game. I think it's fine. Um, but it's definite. It doesn't live up to the charm of the first game. And, and, that's a, a lot of what carried that first game too was like the story was fun and, and you know, the dialogue was cute or whatever. Um, and then it just had decent golf mechanics in it. I, you know, I remember people talking about that being hard too, um, which I didn't have too much of, of, of a problem with. I, it was very much like it felt almost like a spiritual successor to one of those, uh, like the Game Boy Color Mario Golf RPG style games. And that's why I was really excited when they said they were going to make another one. And then it turned out to be something kind of different. And yeah, the, the technical issues, which I don't know if they've addressed, honestly, if they said they're going to be working on those or what. I, 
I would imagine it's a pretty small team working on this, but that kind of stuff for a game like this just feels kind of unacceptable. Yeah, man, that that's pretty bad from the, from like the first game. But compared yeah. to like what the first game was, that you just couldn't grow from that. Maybe it should have stayed with golf, and I I wouldn't see that be a problem. Yeah. Same with golf. Exactly. I, I mean, I was really hoping because I think I remember it being like the putting that I I feel like they didn't really go too in depth on, and when you have different level you know heights and stuff and you have to adjust for stuff the options that they gave you just kind of weren't enough but like to go golf story i'm looking at it now on metacritic from a 78 for your next game to be a 54 like that's obviously a, a dramatic step down and i'm seeing a lot in these reviews like the the fact that you're doing a lot of fetch quests being an issue in this game and yeah that's that's one of the things too is like that first game, it was very much like, oh, I'm integrating playing golf or taking golf shots into what I need to do in the world. And that's kind of clever. And here it's really just like, oh, talk to this person, get this thing. Okay, talk to this person, trade it with them. And then uh, there has been a lot of that in this game so far. Oh, man. Yeah. All right. So I guess that's it. So I guess we take a quick break. We get back, we get to the flashback segment. All right. And we're back. And now we're doing the flashback segment. And we're going to be flashbacking to 2013, 10 years ago. But we aren't going to do covers um, because it's the first of the month. And you know, we always do video game covers on magazines. Um, we're getting less and less in the, you know, the 20, um, 2010s. Yeah. And now in like 2013, like, it's not gonna be that many um covers, you know, going forward. It's gonna be more covers though for like t- thirty years ago. So yeah, that's <laughs> that's a change. It's gonna be like less going up top and more coming from the bottom, and that, that's how it goes. All right, so we're starting with Xbox Magazine in 2013. They got Laura Croft on the cover uh, with some dude in the background. I don't know who that is, but it's Tomb Raider, and is he the the villain? I think he's the bad guy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, so this was the good, the new, like the, the revamped Tomb Raider, the, um, Tomb Raider has got a reboot and this is her again, all bloodied and bruised, you know, and people not liking that for some reason, even though it's just her fall off cliffs. It's like, (laughs) dude, it's not like she getting beat up. (laughs) The thing about this cover that, that surprises me, did you remember that that game had multiplayer? No, that's what I was about to say. <laughs> I saw a multiplayer reveal, and I was like, "What? This?" I was like, "Maybe this is not the same Tomb Raider." Maybe they like, concealed what? it again. <laughs> I'm like, "Yeah, I did not know this game had multiplayer." I mean, I didn't remember. I probably did, just didn't care. Uh, but yeah, I I wondered was it any good? Yeah, I don't remember. Um, but was I'm it better if it than even came uh, out? Uncharted? Uncharted's multiplayer. I don't know. People um, actually liked Uncharted's multiplayer. No, there for no, a that's while. what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I wonder if it was yeah. better uh, or 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 worse. Um, Last of Us, like this, like Last of Us. I didn't know Last of Us had multiplayer. So when people talk about like, mm. is the new one going to have multiplayer, like the remake or whatever? Um, yeah. have multiplayer or multiplayer's about to come out. I I was like, it had multiplayer. What you do? <laughs> I, I like. I don't know what you do in the Last of Us. Last of Us multiplayer. You sneak around and shoot people. 
Yeah, because now they're doing that factions game, which is just a strictly multiplayer Last of Us thing. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I have to watch some gameplay on that to know what that is. But what I got up here, they got the Game of the Year awards up there. Um, and they got Deadpool. Exclusive info on the Mouthy Mercs Xbox debut. Oh, that game hasn't come out yet, Daniel, by Activision, right? Yeah. The Deadpool game. Uh, see, and Microsoft get Activision. They can bring Deadpool back. <laughs> they Deadpool, yeah. Sex, I don't know. I don't think so. I think they the license is Yeah, just they would have to anybody. re-up it with Marvel because yeah. I think that's why it got pulled from, from all the services and everything. And actually, wait a minute. So Marvel do got dead. Yeah, but that's right. I keep forgetting. Marvel bought Fox, so yep. they, don't, they don't have to talk to Fox about all that shit. Nope. All right. <laughs> all right. Well, Dark Souls, mm, Dark Souls 2, Grand Theft Auto 5 up there. Oh, Rockstar Returns. Oh, man. And Gears of War's Judgment, how this shooter is doing things differently and wrongly. <laughs> differently uh, and badly. <laughs> yes. Yeah. What is this special interactive cover? Download oh the app. Yeah, get AR and oh, look at AR. It yeah, <laughs> AR lens. All right. So what else we got here? We got EGM in 2013. EGM still hanging in there. They're doing bi monthly um, covers like uh, issues, but they had like a a three cover issue. They have well, they had Alien Colonial Marines, um, but I'm showing up here the Star Trek one. Which is based off that um, co-op Star Trek game based off the movie. Mm. And then they also had The Last of Us um, cover up there. So, yeah, the Star Trek game, yeah, I told, I forgot about this game. Yeah, I remember when it came out. It was just like a, a digital game, I believe. I don't know if it ever came physical. Um, but, yeah, I never I never got it. I didn't end up getting it to try. It, it always sounded cool that it was co-op yeah. uh, shooter. And I don't know how to review, though. Um, but I thought we'll, it was we'll, decent, but nothing too uh, special. Oh, they also got their game awards up here. Um, and oh, of course, they got Holiday's Buyer's Guide up here because of you know, month, like it, magazines get released a month before the month they say they are. Yeah, uh, that's just how it works. All right, so what else we have? We got Game Informer. And this is a nice one. Lego Marvel Superheroes. And this was a good game, even though I never finished beating it. Because <laughs> I felt like it got too long. Look at uh, that, Dominic. They got X-Men in here still. Yeah, I Clearly mean, they, they could. Clean. Lego, oh, Lego, um, well, well, the Marvel Legos, they they could have all the stuff. They, I think they ended up going movies, though. Yeah. At the, at the wow. The last, the last one. Well, actually, was it Avengers 2 was the last one, or Lego Marvel Superheroes 2. I forget. Because they now. uh but yeah, they they had everything in here. That this was a cool game. Man, this was it was funny. We actually played it together, you know, during the um what was it called, Daniel? What's the, the thing? Afterlife. afterlife. Yeah. Oh, oh, I said I said I said afterlife. afterlife yeah. I'm, just, I'm killing I'm killing the kids. So <laughs> Jeez. Like, getting them ready for the afterlife. <laughs> Even though I still like the Panama stuff better, but at least this was like original dialogue. I mean, mm-hmm. that's what the Legos are doing now, original dialogue, which it is pretty funny. Uh, but just the game, I always got to a point where 
uh, I felt like I played enough, but I didn't finish it. But it felt like ah, uh, just was too much, and it's probably my fault for just trying to collect all the stubs or dubs, or <laughs> yeah. stubs like whatever they are. Um, and well, they, they need to make it so that they don't just come everywhere, you know, for me to collect them because it just takes so long, and I'll kind of get through the story. I think the only Lego game I, I finished recently was DC Villains one, mm-hmm. um, and that was that was really good. Like that's my favorite one so far. All right, so where um where we at here? We oh that is it for 2013. So now we are going to. 2003, 20 years ago, to the official PlayStation magazine. Actually, I think I hit the wrong one. I meant to hit the PSM, the unofficial PlayStation magazine. Yeah. And we got Lord Croft again. Mm-hmm. And this is that. This is a different one. This is the for the Angel of Darkness one. The, That's what's yeah, called the complete opposite end of the spectrum of Tomb Raider <laughs> franchise. <laughs> exactly. Ten years apart. Uh and. Yeah, even though she looks all right in this, um, I like this. This picture looks good. This yeah. looks well drawn, nice. You know, it's not too because I think they had one where she was just like all boobies and everything. Or, or something. I mean, they, they've still got a yeah. nice uh, selective slice in her shirt there. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, they do, they do, but it's not, <laughs> it's not outrageous, Daniel. It's not, not in the outrageous. way that some of these PSM magazines can be. No. Yeah. Uh, what else I got here? They got oh, Mortal Kombat Five, every fatality. We revealed the coolest coffins in our crypt god. Oh, they were doing the crypt then, too. Um, NBA Street 2, that's my favorite NBA Street. First hands-on alley-oop off their heads. Well, it was the best NBA Street, really. I might as well just say that, because after that, it was pretty much downhill. Yeah. Uh, Devil May Cry 2, Lucia cuts loose. First sexy screens. Oh, yeah. See that sexy Lucia. <laughs> never see again in Devil May Cry. Because <laughs> I, I don't think she ever shows up again. Oh, they got 10 hours alone with the new Laura Croft. Look at that. Look at that. Well, Laura. Uh, 10 hours alone, Dad. That's just ridiculous. Is Tomb Raider back on track? Nope. And that was supposed to be like a whole, like, Angel Dogs was like, oh, this is like episode one, like part one of Summer Story, and it's going to be a sequel. That's supposed to be like a whole big anthology thing they were going with this. I remember reading that in um, Game Informer. Mm. Yeah, yeah, it pretty much ended on the first one, and, and, and that was it. Monster Smash, full review of Sony's surprise smash hit. Oh, yeah, that was like the Kaju game that Sony had. And then you have Star Wars, Weigar, True Crime, High Heat, and Primal. First word, Square's shocking announcement. I think that's when they it's probably be were the with Enix. Stuff, right? Yeah, exactly. It's 100% independent, Daniel. Of PlayStation course. 2 Magazine. Oh, Virtual Fire Evolves. I did have that one. Yep, that was good. Dragon Ball Z. Yep, the fighting game. Everybody loved. Uh, well, all Dragon Ball Z people loved it. Anyway. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right. So where we at here? We got, now we're going to the official PlayStation Magazine. And we got here the getaway on the front. Yeah. This is that Brit- the British um, Grand Theft Auto. And I actually did watch some gameplay of this like um, yesterday. I, I, I was on YouTube and say, let me see. Like, I never actually watched like game, like full gameplay in like screen, like um, cutscenes or nothing from this. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I mean, it it seemed okay. It seemed like an alright game. Um, something I probably would have, I probably would have enjoyed back then. Not know, but I don't know how it controls or yeah. or anything. 
Um, and but the guy did the guy have subtitles? I don't know if he has subtitles. And that was a I was wondering like, do they have subtitles? Because I, I would have needed them because <laughs> that British language it's hard to understand. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, this is so this is Sony's first party game. Um, and I think it got reviewed. I think it got reviewed okay. Like yeah. it wasn't definitely no. It wasn't as good as Grand Theft Auto, but it was all right. Um, they got Interim Matrix in here. They got The Sims PC hit on PlayStation Two reviewed. When my friend got that game, he was excited for that. I think he played played it a lot too. Um, Splinter Cell first look, not just for Xbox anymore. Yeah, we finally yeah, got that. I was like, have yes. a really crappy version of it on PS Two. <laughs> Yep, and it was. Doesn't have the lighting or something. It doesn't like have that. The, nope, it doesn't have light or anything. But I bet you it sold more. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Midnight Club Two: Fast and the Furious from Rockstar. Um, and I never did play Midnight Club until three because um, mm. one of my nephews, well, a friend of family, the dub edition. Son. Yeah. Okay. And that was the one I played because they had it. Um, but I don't remember much from the game. I didn't play much. I just played one race and that was good. Yeah. Uh, also got some cheats. Here we go. This this is what I needed. Grand Theft Auto Vice City cheats. Uh, and uh, I, yep, I this is like the first Grand Theft Auto I ever played without cheats was four until I found the cheats. And <laughs> then five was then it was five. Five was the first one I literally completed without cheats from start to finish. None of the other ones I did. <laughs> I had none of the others I ever did. And now that's not to say I was I wasn't looking for cheats because yeah. I was, <laughs> and then I just they didn't have any, so I had to play. But the thing is, the first grant, I mean, the first Rockstar game I played to beat with cheats was technically um, Red Dead, mm-hmm. Red Dead Redemption, the first one, because. They didn't. They they had cheats, but you couldn't save. Right. It was. It's. It was stupid. This is a serious cowboy game, Dominic. <laughs> All right. What is this? A one thousand two hundred fifty-eight ratings. Oh, that then they must be talking about all the games they rated. Which they all they did was pick a list of the past games they did. It wasn't like they <laughs> reviewed a hundred thousand two hundred fifty-eight games for this yeah. month. All right, so let me see here. We got GamePro in 2003. They got Legend of Zelda Wind Waker on front. Link slashing. A legend in the making? Question mark? As if he wasn't already a legend. How dare you? <laughs> yeah. Uh, they got the uh, Mortal Kombat Diddy Alliance uh, strategy in here. Yeah. Uh, all the moves. Look at Sonya. Uh, <laughs> Just looking dumb. I <laughs> know, <laughs> really dumb. And Cyrax just looking so flat. Uh, yeah, I don't really like the chess plates on him. I don't really like them. Um, Resident Evil Zero, this is what they should have remade. Yeah. Uh, where are we at here? Dragon Z Budokai, EverQuest Online up top. The Sims, best games of 2002, so they're doing their awards. Uh, what we got? 115 plus games inside. Um, Unreal 2, The Awakening, PC, NBA Street, Volume 2. Panzer Dragoon. Let me stop this. The phone's beeping because of goddamn messenger. Hot role playing games for 2003. You got Final Fantasy. You got Star Wars: Knights of the Old Republic. And I guess they got more in there because um, <laughs> that's only two years old. And yeah, that's it. Um, all right. So what we got? Oh, we got 
Game Informer 2003. And on the front of this, Midnight Club 2 on the front. And 25 new games reviewed, previewed, I should say, and 45 bus read reviews, including the getaway for the PS2. And behind the scenes of Sony's EverQuest Empire, Rockstar returns to the world of illegal street racing with Sony their needs fake to cars. bring EverQuest back, Dominic. It's it's time. It's time. Okay. It's time for EverQuest. Uh, but Rock, yeah, the bad thing about the Midnight Clubs is because since they do damage to cars, they couldn't use licensed cars. Yeah, yeah, they, they always use what looked like um. A licensed car, which sucked. Fear Effect Inferno. I was waiting for this game. <laughs> and it never came out. Exclusive Pika Eidos' naughty next-gen <laughs> sequel. And that's why. Because I was, yep. well, I was waiting for this game actually probably a year before, years before, because this, this is not the first nice announcement of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, because I was like, oh, yeah, I got to see those girls, those lesbian girls together and stuff, doing stuff. Um, and it never did, Daniel. Never came out. Um, I, I, I never played the ones before that because uh, yeah. I was on PlayStation. And I didn't want to go back backwards. It's like I'm gonna play this one. It's gonna be in good graphics. That's being scenes and good graphics. All right. So now, see, I, I was progressive, Daniel. I was progressive back then. <laughs> uh, so I support the lesbians. <laughs> All right. Thirty years ago, we're going back thirty years to 1993 on Game Pro. I was just a little lad in second grade. <laughs> All right, and we got data from Star Trek on the front. I would not have liked this cover, Daniel, if I would have saw that <laughs> in second grade. I wouldn't care for that magazine. Uh, I wish I could read the title here, but I got a big sticker talking about free art of fighting and world heroes posters inside. I mean, so, that's there you go. the reality of that. That's more important. <laughs> yeah. Despite the generation, just below that is also a thing saying that there's a world of heroes and art of fighting. <laughs> free. Yeah, on the Super Nintendo. Um, also, you have reviews on Genesis Flashback, Echo the Dolphin, Streets of Rage 2, Out of This World, Captain America and the Avengers. I played the shit out of that game. Um, Double Dragon 3. And Super Nintendo, you got Super Strike Eagle, Gods. I don't remember Gods. Um, Super Valis 4, Cool World, based off the movie. Super Jimmy Connors Pro Tennis Tour. Oh, that's the title. Okay. There you go. Jimmy Connors. There you go. Um, I don't know him, but he plays tennis. Um, <laughs> NHL P, uh, Players Association Hockey 93. They had to put a player association in there for some reason. I don't know why they could just say NHL and Hockey 93. Um, what is this? Combat Tribes? And um, they're not. Yeah, I don't know what the hell that is. Ultima Six, all right. Um, Ultima—that's not the Ultima that's on PC, right? What the hell is Ultima Six? I think it is. Uh, oh, before okay. it became like Ultima Online, I think there was just you know the the Ultima series. I'm surprised it's on Super Nintendo. All right, um, Sega CD, The Adventures of Monkey Island is on Sega CD, Daniel. Yeah. Um, that's the first game. That game could probably, well, I guess because it's a That's cartridge. It's the definitive edition, Dominic. Yeah, no, it's not. It's just play. Play still all pixels. It's <laughs> still all pixels and stuff. <laughs> How much that game costs for Sega CD? But then again, 
1993. I guess the graphics are... No! Willie Beamish came out! I would have hated that. <laughs> Sherlock Holmes, the consulting detective. Oh, he's just a consultant this time. Um, <laughs> he's elsewhere. <laughs> sewer sharks. Oh, they, are they not... Um, the street shark, sharks. What's the, what's the, street sharks? They haven't They're evolved into sharks? the street sharks yet. <laughs> Got Alien 3 on Nintendo, still coming up with games. Alien 3, Zing Intergalactic Ninja. Um, <laughs> good God. Oh, the Turbo Duo got Super Buster Brothers. The Game Boy got Super Mario Land 2. And he had Jones and Last Crusade for the Game Gear in Tasmania. And Lynx had Dracula. Atari Lynx. Yeah. Hardware on the Horizon, Genesis Thumb Mouse. <laughs> And Super Nintendo four-player adapter. Man, look at that mouse. And the, Ala- and the Aladdin system for the the Aladdin system for the Nintendo. Wonder what that is. Yeah, what the hell? I know Aladdin, but I don't think that's the same thing. And they spelled Aladdin wrong. <laughs> it's two L's, so that must not be the, the same. The Aladdin thing. Deck Enhancer. Oh, what does that do? Uh, let's see. System enhancing adapter to use compact cartridges on the Nintendo Entertainment System. What does that mean? We're well, we moving on to EGM. And we got Busby, the best video game mascot ever. I will not let people bequeath his name. Because <laughs> Bubsy, man, he was the man. He's, I mean, he was everywhere. And for him just to go away like that, because y'all just hated him, because he was different. Oh, you want to say one cool cat for Genesis and Super Nintendo, Bubsy. Holy hairballs, I made the cover of EGM. Look, that's what he <laughs> said, Dave. Uh, <laughs> EGM previews, Humans, Flashback, Super Mega Man, Spider-House 3, Rolling Thunder 3. Rolling Thunder 3, is that um the helicopter game? Is that like the war game or something? I feel like it is. Um, play as the bosses in Super Nintendo Street Fighter 2. No, Rolling oh, that Thunder was a big is deal? a dude on a motorcycle being attacked by a cyber dog, Dominic. Oh, okay. And he's got three of them? Apparently. <laughs> Made by Namco. But yeah, um, I know that was a big deal. Play as the bosses in Super Nintendo Street Fighter 2. Um, I mean... I remember that, like, I, de- I don't think in the arcades you could play as, like, M. Bison, right? You couldn't pick him in the um, early arcades, but you that could right, yeah. pick him in the console. And I didn't know that. I didn't realize that was a thing till later. I was like, oh, I guess that was a big deal or whatever. It doesn't matter. I ain't like playing with him because I always sucked <laughs> at him anyway. Uh, all right. What else again? First look at 32-bit 3DO system. Oh, yeah, the 3DO is coming out, Daniel. There you go. Get that Gex. Gex, man. (laughs) Coming at you. All right. And that's it. So that's it for the flashback segment. So we're going to take a quick break where we get back and get to the gaming news. All right. And we're back. And we're going to the gaming news. So what we got, Dan? All right, Dominic. It's the end of the quarter. So with that, we get some news coming out of these uh, fiscal calls. Uh, Notably, first up here, we have EA. They announced as part of their call that Jedi Survivor is going to be delayed a couple of weeks from April 28th to March 17th. 
which is kind of notable because it's only six days before May the 4th. And as we all know, that is now. Wait, 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 wait. I'm confused. It says delayed. Oh, from. Okay, I got you. I got you. Yeah, sorry. It's from from March 17th to April 28th. I think I said that wrong. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Which is, you know, a couple of days before May the 4th. May the 4th be with you. That's something that we are more and more recognizing as a stupid geek holiday. Um, yeah, I'm forced into it. <laughs> I I can kind of see the logic behind not releasing it on May 4th, despite, you know, the thing you release it a couple of, you release it the week before it gets its press then. And then you can also, you know, get a little extra buzz out of it on May 4th, I feel like you put out a new like trailer or something for it. You, you get know, a free NFT. You, you double dip. You buy it on May the 4th, you get a free NFT. That's all. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yes. You get a free NFT of the guy's cloak or whatever is cool <laughs> and new in, in this one. Um, yeah, that game looks good still. Uh, it's not a big delay, so it's. No, fine. it's not. Because I forgot what day it was coming out. Yeah, that's kind of you know, how I it. feel nowadays. It's like a uh, game doesn't exist until it actually is out and we talk about it anyway. So I, I don't care. Um, also announced as part of this, uh, EA is going to be shutting down Apex Legends Mobile. Uh, the in-app purchases have already been disabled and the servers are going offline May 1st. They are also going to be stopping development on Battlefield Mobile, which they haven't specified a date for yet, but they have announced that the studio behind it, Industrial Toys, will also be closing in conjunction with that. So they are uh, moving away from the mobile mobile side of things I heard, there. And, but I also heard something about Apex Legends. They're canceling their... Um, the crossover like Apex Legends and Titanfall game. Yeah, there was a rumored single player game that was set in the Apex Legends universe, which people were like, yeah, the Apex Legends universe, which is the Titanfall universe. Um, so I don't know if that was actually ever said to be a, a Titanfall thing or yeah, not. Yeah, because I, um, I was very confused by that too. And yeah. like, I was like, what? I didn't, I didn't even know about this. I mean, I mean, maybe we mentioned it, but maybe I, I, it was one of those things I put in the back of my mind, like, and uh, I'll wait till I see something. Yeah. Uh, exactly. But yeah, that, that has also been allegedly canceled. So, yeah. Uh, Can we just know, get Titanfall I mean, 3? What's that? Can we just get Titanfall 3? <laughs> exactly. Hopefully that's why they canceled it. They're spinning up all their resources on Titanfall 3 once they're done with, with Jedi I mean, Survivor. I'm- I'm glad the Apex Legends is still going, though. They the, mean the original Apex Legends. Uh, yeah, it seems like it's doing well enough in the uh, yeah. battleground situation that is that is occurring there. Yeah, out of out of all the things, I think that one's secretly like number two because you had PUBG just completely fall off the map, despite being kind of the first well, big one. What about do you, do you, do you consider do you I mean do you count Call of Duty with that, or you just count Call of Duty like its own thing? Like, you know, I, like, I, I just forgot about Call of Duty, to be honest with you. Call of Duty may, in fact, be number two there, I guess. Yeah, I was about to say. <laughs> yeah, they, they number two. Warzone. But thing is, it's like they got Warzone, then they got their game, too, and which yeah. is multiplayer. It's like, I, it's all, like, I don't know how you, do they even separate it or anything, like, with the player, like, do they have a player account specifically on, like, Warzone, or do they have a player account on, Call of Duty multiplayer 
yeah. in general. Because you want, you have to wonder, like, if Warzone is taking up that much of the Call of Duty player space, like, could we see a year where they release a Call of Duty that is a single player only thing, and then Warzone well, I is? I think we said that. I mean, I think we said that before, but it hasn't yeah. done it yet. They haven't done it yet. Yeah. Unless so, Microsoft buys them, maybe they do it. I don't know. Yeah. And then they turn Call of Duty into Halo. They're like, ah, oh, we're just going to put Master Chief in here. And uh, this is how we're going to save Halo. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So uh, another one that is shutting down. We have a lot of live service game announcements this week. Knockout City will be shutting down on June 6th. They will it's be adding as part. What's go that? Go, no, go ahead. Go, go ahead. As part of their final update on February 28th, they're going to remove all real money transactions. Um, but they're also going to be adding private servers. So this game will still be playable um, in some capacity, which is is, is nice, even though it, it still sucks that this game is dying the death that it is. But it's hard to be surprised considering the fact that it came out, got some praise, but kind of fell off the radar, eventually went free to play. And then, you know, now here we are. You know, that should have always been free to play. It, it should have always been free to play. Yeah. And what I, was the game before that that was Rocket, similar? That yeah, Launcher, that's right. Rocket Arena, that, Rocket Arena. It, yeah, that was that was that was shut down, right? That was shut down. That's what I, I was just trying to remember if we talked about that being shut down or not. I feel like it has to be. There's no way that that game still <laughs> exists in a world where Knockout City is shutting down. I don't know. I can still buy now, according to this EA website. Is it private servers? <laughs> um, I can. Whoa. Okay, I can spend five dollars and buy it on Steam right now. So you can buy the game. That means you have to be able to play it. Let's see. That's crazy. Rocket Arena shut down. That is <laughs> that is crazy. That this is Knockout City gets <laughs> gets shut down and Rocket Arena. It's still going. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Let's see. Uh, do, do, do. In September 2021, when season four ended, some quality of life improvements were released. However, the game stopped being stopped getting updated in new seasons. So they stopped updating it, but they haven't taken it offline, it seems like. But you know what? That's Maybe. Weird. I guess technically, um, Plants vs. Zombies 2 is still going, right? Is one go still going? Is his one bit shut down? Uh, Plants vs. Zombies, the like um, war. I remember theme. some talk around that, but I don't, maybe not. Maybe this felt, but I, I just wonder why they couldn't do. I guess Knockout City is a. I don't know. Like, why, why Knockout City servers get shut down and these yeah. don't? Shut down. Uh, here's a Reddit post from 2021. Our gra- uh, Grand Theft Garden Warfare 2 servers shutting down. Let's see. Servers aren't shutting down. Du-du-du. Garden Warfare 1 servers are still working to this day. We're running on the same servers, I think. Yeah. Okay, we go. <laughs> 
they aren't. Yeah, it seems like they're still up. That's crazy. This is this is crazy news. That this that those are. I mean, especially Rocket Rocket Arena. I mean that yeah. that, that that's still running. Um and. This is this this is the one that gets shut down. Yeah, I, I can't I can't imagine what the the financials are there that this gets shut down, but that doesn't. Or even like one of these old games like Plants vs Zombies. Are you telling me Plants vs Zombies Garden Warfare One has a higher player count <laughs> than than this game? Yeah, and and that is worth to keep it on, keep it going. I'm surprised they shut down and force people to move over. I mean, good on them. Yeah. I'm flabbergasted, Daniel. I'm flabbergasted. flabbergasted. <laughs> All right. We'll continue to be flabbergasted, Dominic, because uh, another live service game, Rumbleverse, will also be shutting down. This one will be shutting down on February 28th. Refunds Damn. will be issued for all of the money spent in the game, including battle passes and brawl What about bills. my time, though? Can you, ref- can you refund the time? My time. <laughs> no, we cannot <laughs> refund your time. Um, yeah, so now they're, they've given away the current battle pass, and they're doing double XP until the game ends. The in-store game has been... Uh, the in-game store has been closed down. That's just... That, that one's amazing. Like, it, it's so sad. That game just came out and seemed kind of like a cool thing. Like I never ended up playing it because uh, there's something about like a melee battle royale that I just I wasn't sure was for me. I mean, battle royales in general aren't really for me or multiplayer games for that matter. But I, I like the Video wrestling games. aspects of it. It looked like a lot of fun, but I guess it just did not get the audience that it was looking for. Yeah, I mean, it, I mean, I played it, and you know, mm-hmm. um, and it was fun. Yeah, it was, it was fun playing. It may seem pretty fun, but like the space was, like I guess it really is like you, the space out there for these type of games, battle royale games, or these multiplayer games that takes, um, like a hundred people or sixty people per match yeah. and something like that. You're, is there enough space for that? Um, and sometimes I mean. Is that you know what? It's not that the space is that it can, can it catch people's eye? Can it be enough to catch people where they can say, "I could put some time to this game," right. and and still put time to another game I'm playing too. I can still, which is mostly Fortnite. Just to say that everybody's playing <laughs> Fortnite, but can I put some time to something else to play also? And because I don't I mean, if I look at Fortnite. Um, I mean, it's some for some reason I, I think like this. Like people play Fortnite. That's all they do is play Fortnite. Which some people are, but I don't. I wouldn't say everybody's like that. There are people who play other games, and they play probably play other multiplayer games too. And then it's like, okay, I'm gonna play some Fortnite now, and I'm gonna go play something else. Thing is, these other games aren't catching their eye enough to to put more time into it. Um, with the game like Fortnite, which is everything, it's not just a battle royale. I mean, it's it's a mixture of a lot of stuff that people just have fun with. It means it's its own world, and then you got games like Call of Duty. It, 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 I mean, the appeal of that I mean it's different. It's different than Rumbleverse, but it's Rumbleverse is definitely not appeal enough for those people to put get away from that game to put time in. And then you have 
um, Among Us. Um, you have um, the Fall Guys. You got yeah. Um, what else? What else is out there? I don't know. This this regular video games, Nintendo games. But <laughs> it's also, I mean, yeah, it's kind of it's, it's hard to just get like this a re- like regular flow of people playing these different games. Like it's good initially because everybody's trying it out, but then just to have people to stay in power, man, to get people to stay, to come back every now and then. It's, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what, what to do. I mean, you just have to make something that catch somebody's eye. And this, these weren't it. These two yeah. games, they, unfortunately they weren't it. Yep. All right. In other news, Dominic, similar, but uh, conversely, uh, Turtle Rock, the developer behind Back for Blood, the Left for Dead alike, it has announced that they are ending support, basically moving on to their next project. This feels less like abandonment and more like the natural progression of things, but at the same time, it does kind of feel like when you compare it to a Left for Dead, which you know some people are still playing to this day, it does feel like Oh man, this this game's lifespan was not that long. Yeah, yeah, but I feel like it's it wasn't them. It, it was just the game. Like the mm. game itself wasn't as good as Left 4 Dead, but it also wasn't a game. I felt like you, they needed to still be there to support it. Um, like Left 4 Dead is basically left, um, and I don't. I'm not sure how it's supported by Valve style, but I know it's a lot of mods for it. Like people be yeah. putting mods and stuff like that for it, and that's what some people usually do with games. They leave support open so that people can mod it and do things mm. on their own with it. And I don't know if they're going to do that back for blood. Probably not, but it's not a game that I expected them just to be on forever. Like, I don't feel like you said, like, I don't feel like really much abandoning only seems that way because of just how it didn't do as well as left for dead. It didn't, it didn't get that, um, same energy um, from gamers like Left 4 Dead did. But, I mean, I think it's fine. Like, they're moving on to a new project. It wasn't a game that, yeah, I didn't want to keep updating this forever and do a Back for Blood 2, unless it's a whole lot better than this one. <laughs> but, yeah, I'm okay with them just moving on to another project. I mean, that that's cool. Not every game needs to be a forever game. No, which I think seemingly, at least from this week, uh, a lot of developers are going to be learning. No, they're just going to make another forever game, Dan. I hope hope that one um, cashes in. Yeah, I mean, we were talking about it before we started recording, but it, it really does feel like a lot of these companies are just throwing everything at the wall, hoping that one of them will just catch on virally you know we look at ubisoft and they had hyperscape and that was the thing that it looked like might even catch on for a while and then just disappeared because unfortunately i feel like that came out around the same time as valorant which has secretly caught on in a way that i I don't think i realized until i i saw it appear more and more you know yeah i mean valorant is always up top on Twitch streaming. And, and I think part of that is probably the riot connection with League of Legend. Is oh, yeah. The, the kind of people that were streaming League of Legend, you know, found themselves playing Valorant or something like that. And then you have, um, what's the other game um, that was a copy of Overwatch? What was that one called? 
Oh, paladins? Not paladins. Not paladins. Not paladins. Um, hold up. Maybe it's up here. Paladins. You know what? I don't see that up here now. And I used to see that all the time. And it, it was like like I was direct cop because even the characters are <laughs> just like um Are you sure it's it not pal- paladins? Maybe it is paladins. Maybe it is. I, that's the one that Dunkey made a video about that was Okay, but yeah, like. paladins. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah paladins then. Yeah. Cause that's free to play, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. It is paladins then. Yeah. Oh, I don't I'm trying to see. I don't see that up here. I mean, I'm sure people are still playing it. Oh, uh, but I just won't see it up. It used to be like near the top, too. For a while. That's we need to jump in there, Dominic. We need to play Paladins. Oh, if you go to the Paladins website, uh, well, there's a commercial break happening now, but there is a person streaming it with a cat avatar. Oh, okay. That's cool. But you know what? I don't see. Oh, there's Overwatch. Darren, Overwatch used to be always like top five or top, at least top ten. Now, I mean, I, has has people liked it better now? Has it gotten better? Because I know people were upset when it first was no, released. No. Oh, when's that single player supposed to come out? Is it coming out this year? That's a good question. I don't think they've said anything about it. It's going to come out when they buy, Microsoft buys it. Yeah, and they're going to release it. <laughs> I wonder how much stuff is just kind of waiting for that to, to finish up. How many games are we going to see from Activision Blizzard? I mean, obviously, we, we should be seeing Diablo, right? But yeah. outside of that, I wonder how many games come out of those studios before this deal is closed. All right. Like, so uh, like we want you to we got? cut. Oh. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Next up, Dominic, uh, we've got some Sony news here. The PlayStation Plus Collection, which was the... Uh, 20 or so games that Sony had announced that if you bought a PlayStation 5, you would get for free, you know, big PS4 titles like The Last of Us Remastered, God of War, Bloodborne, Ratchet and Clank, stuff like that. Um, They have announced that they are going to be ending that program on May 9th. So if you want those games and you have a PS5 right now, get on there and download those games. I believe that's how I ended up getting crash. Uh, it's about time. I, cause I didn't realize that at the time, but I thought that was like a PlayStation plus game that I had just never downloaded. And then seeing all these stories go around. I also didn't know that at one point person, I knew persona five was on there, but I didn't realize that last year in May, they actually removed that probably around the time of Royale's launch. Um, which kind of sucks, but we already own Persona 5, so I guess yeah. I wasn't too worried about it. Um, so yeah, that I, I I don't have too much of a problem with this. It it very much felt like kind of an early adopter's reward. Yeah, um, I mean, yeah, I'm surprised it lasted like, this long. I thought it was going to be like a year, honestly. Yeah, I've seen people compare it to like the, um, the Ambassadors program with the 3DS, but I feel like that's completely different because those games, that was the only way you could get them. And that had some some true bangers in there. You know, it had like Metroid Fusion and stuff. And that was the only way that you could play those games through virtual console 
on the 3DS. Whereas these games, you can pick them up if you want to play them. Um, obviously, it's not as it, you're not going to get get a big a deal there. You know, these games are at least going to cost you like 20 bucks a piece for the most part. Although I, I've seen some of these games go down very cheap. I mean, when the, the last Sony sale was happening, The Last of Us 2, I think, I saw for like $5. I was, I was like, holy shit. Um, and that's not even one of these games, just saying as far as older games going down. But the Bass's program, wasn't that mainly for because of the problems with the 3DS? It was, uh, I, I think, did they have hinge problems? But it was mostly because when that system first came out, it was really expensive and then they dramatically dropped the price by like a hundred or a hundred and fifty dollars. Oh okay. And, and it was for the for those people that had bought it at that higher price. Um I feel like it was also having issues, but I don't remember if they were like hinge issues or, or what was going on with those. Um but yeah it, it's you know like like I said, it feels like it was an early adopters kind of reward and now they're past the point of of trying to make people happy who bought ps5s and then realized there weren't really that many ps5 games you know maybe that's what they were going for there but yeah it, it's what it is um in a similar fashion um but, but again on kind of the opposite end of the spectrum here Nintendo has reintroduced the voucher program the game voucher program on the eShop in America um, this is basically where if you spend a hundred dollars on these vouchers, you can then choose two first party games to buy. So it's essentially buying them for like $10 less a piece. So $20 in saving overall. Um, this includes new games like fire emblem, um, engage, uh, the pre-order for the new Kirby return to dreamland, the Kirby that recently released Pokemon Scarlet Violet. It also goes all the way back to games like one, two switch and, um, and, uh, arms, which to me just exemplifies the fact that Nintendo never drops prices because I should not be spending 59 99 on arms in 2023. Arms. There's That's ridiculous. No way. And to, to, to be like, oh, is a now bargain I can get ten dollars off of yes, that. Yes, yes, yes. Just say it. That should be a cheap ass game. Remember Player's Choice, Dominic. I remember Player's Choice. I miss that. <laughs> like, why? Why did we do away with that? I should not be looking at games that came out alongside the launch of your console for full price like that's just that's not cool <laughs> it's just not cool now conversely i i'm glad they brought this back because there are some first party games that i would like to pick up and getting a 20 dollars discount you know across the two of them you know especially if they end up adding like tears of the kingdom to it um i've been considering picking up kirby because my daughter is kind of getting more into kirby you know, even something like Fire Emblem at $10 cheaper than I'm probably ever going to see that game. That That's an exaggeration, but it's not far off. You know, it's, it's more enticing. But then when you start going back in the archive of things that are available as part of this voucher, it's just like, Jesus Christ, Nintendo, you really just hate dropping prices on things. 
and you get away with it somehow. I just, I hate it so much. Yeah. It's, know, it's it really ridiculous. It sucks because my, my, I know my library would be so much bigger if they did. Oh, yeah. Driving people towards piracy, Dominic. Driving people they towards lead piracy. Us, lead us bastards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, that's the thing is like, I was looking at it because Fire Emblem Engage, sure, but like Fire, Fire Emblem Three Houses, I haven't played. So, like, maybe I would pick that one up and get $10 off of that. No, because it's still full price, too. Although I guess you're basically not getting $10 off if it was cheaper. So you actually want to buy the games that are full price because you're already upfront spending yeah. $100. But that means like these shouldn't need to be included in this program anymore because they should have dropped in price. It's, it's not that their, their inclusion is the offensive part. It's their the fact that they are still Pokemon Pokemon Tekken or Pokemon Tekken. Pokin tournament should not still cost sixty dollars, Dominic. That, that game, man. I think physically, Splatoon I think I 2 saw that should game. not cost sixty dollars. You have Splatoon three out now. It is offensive, Dominic, that they get away with this. I hate it so much. Yeah, turn Splatoon two. Good God. Have such a such a love hate relationship with with Nintendo. <laughs> Bayonetta 2, $49.99. Yeah, that, that's the reason why I never got the game, Daniel. There's a reason why I never got that game. But does <laughs> that come with one, or is that just two, right? I mean, I think it all depends how you... Well, if, if you buy it through this voucher thing, it probably is just two. Uh, yeah, it looks like this is just two. For $49.99, you guys are insane. Like It's insane. Oh, man. Nintendo, I wish I could. I wish you could let me be a fan of you. <laughs> like, I, I love Nintendo games so much, but the business decisions that they make, uh, they just we we let them get away with way too much, Dominic. All right. Um, in some other news, this comes from some reporting from IGN. Allegedly, some sources close to the matter have advised that uh, all three of the big three, Nintendo, Microsoft, and Sony, will be skipping E3 this year. Now, Sony doesn't feel like that's much of a surprise. They haven't been a part of E3 for a while now. Microsoft had also separated themselves from E3 proper. Um, So this is just kind of the, the final nail in the coffin there by losing Nintendo. I wonder if that means they are going to be associated more with Jeff Keighley's summer of game stuff, or if they're just going to be like, yeah, we're just going to put out a Nintendo direct in June or July. Like, you know, that's what we do. Same with Microsoft, same with Sony. We'll just do our own thing around that time, you know, but maybe a little further out from all the rest of the stuff so we can get our own kind of press cycle. So everybody's, we're not just lost in this, this mess of spouting off game after game after game. Um, but I do wonder what that means for this new relaunched E3 that is, you know, now under the read pop banner and, and trying to get more people into 
E3 as more of a Gamescom thing. I wonder what that means for them if if less people are going to be inclined to go now knowing that they're not going to play the latest Nintendo thing or, or what have you. Or, you know, for that matter, Sony or Microsoft thing as well. What do you think? I... I don't know what. So so what? So what's E three going to be then? I mean, what? So are they? <laughs> they just going to have all, all indies third party? all the time, Dominic. Konami's oh, like the, latest in, indies game. and third parties. I mean, yeah, because yeah, even EA didn't EA kind of previously pull out. They were doing the EA Play stuff like across yeah. the street or whatever. Actually, yeah. that was another day. Well, last year there was no E three. Um, okay. Um. So. Yeah, yeah, they usually do that stuff. Yeah, away. They they well, one time they did it like before. It was before E three officially started. Right. And they had a show. Um, but yeah, I don't like if the other guys are pulling out. Um, I mean, because Microsoft still had like a event that happened across the street or something. Yeah. So yeah, it's still even though it wasn't a part of E three, it was E three. It was still E three because it was yeah. still like. They timed their uh, event like it didn't go against any other other big guys' events. Um, mm. So I I don't know what this means. Like uh, like on E three week, will they still be? Are they still going to be putting out their shows around E three, or there's going to be another time? And then it's so it's like yeah. it's like I feel like E three then. So I'm like I'm not seeing. I wonder the- if this is just a direct result of the Jeff Keighley stuff. Like maybe he's locked down some of that stuff because. I mean, when you think about it, like even PAX East and West have some presence from Nintendo and Microsoft and Sony officially, like even years ago when we went to Boston, like there was a Sony booth there. They had Sony games playing. They had Nintendo games, you know, that you could line up to play. So what does that mean for for E3 if they can't get these these kind of collaborators to work with them? I mean... So it's almost like it's de- it's about to be dead again. <laughs> I guess we guess we'll much. see we'll see what happens, but it looks like it's about to be dead again. Yeah, was we born I wonder if it's died. just like oh, we're not going to make announcements here, we're not going to have a press conference, but we'll have a booth or something like that, just so you you have places for people to play. But but uh, yeah, yeah. I'm wonder for like those people who traveled to go not not the fans because that's that's new, that's actually fairly new. The, but the fan yeah. like regular public going there, but. For those other people, like, will it be who's going to travel? If like, will it be worth traveling to go there to pay somebody yeah. to go to L.A. to see these games? I mean, especially as we see these companies get like tighter and tighter budgeted, and you know, firing a lot of their staff. It's like, yeah, do they see the the return in sending someone out there, or are they just going to be like, here, regurgitate whatever news comes out of? this quote-unquote E3 uh, chat bot and uh, spit out an AI article for me. (laughs) Yeah, it sucks. All right, Dominic. And then this one last news story I got here. Um, It's kind of a story. So there's a new Sony commercial going around that's basically like live from PlayStation 5, and it has all these clips of of different real life people acting out stuff from video games. There's a Aloy cosplayer there. There's a a Spider-Man video, but there's one portion of the video in there that doesn't 
directly correlate to a game that is currently out or announced. And it's basically a young woman doing kind of some Indiana Jones-esque stuff, kind of tomb raiding, if you will. Um, So there's been a lot of speculation that this may be related to a new Uncharted game. Uh, Naughty Dog said recently that they had moved on from the series and were not going to be making any more. But speculation basically run rampant. Uh, Maybe Sony Ben Studios could be working on a new Uncharted, possibly starring a Cassie Drake, who is the daughter of Nathan Drake that you meet at the end of that that last game. Um, What do you think about a new Uncharted game? What what do you think if they have a a relatively younger protagonist and the uh, angle of violence in that game. Do they maybe move away from that to a more puzzle based climby thing or do they just continue to shoot? Oh, people I didn't even think about that. Yeah, that's right. It's going to be shooting a whole lot of people with guns. Um, like how old is she supposed to be? Well, what are we talking um, about? Here? Honestly, I don't know. I feel like in the epilogue, she was probably only in her like early teens. Oh, so, so, um, so y'all thinking that she's going to be that age? If she is that age, yeah. Uh, would it be? Yeah, I, mean, I would, would expect more? her to be older than that, but uh, probably like between eighteen and twenty-two. So max, not Tomb Raider. So not Tomb Raider age. No, not not quite Tomb Raider age. You got to differentiate yourself somehow, Dominic. <laughs> Um, Age her down like uh, two years, but I honestly, I, I don't, I just don't care about another Uncharted game. I mean, if it happens and and people love it, that that is great. Like me personally, I I want to move on from the franchise. Yeah. Like I I want to see something. Me if me, I know it'll be another studio making it. So that's the only thing. It's like okay, fine, y'all just keep it. Y'all just keep the license going. You know. Um, yeah. And if it turns to be a good game, then I'll yeah I'll play it. But I just not really interested in it. I really want Naughty Dog to do something different. Like I want to see mm-hmm. something different. I want to see Naughty Dog go back to the roots of cartoony of like Crash Bandicoot and um, Jack and Daxter, and yeah. see something them doing something of that light. That something real and moody and oh mm-hmm. yeah, this is this is the um, shameless list of video games. I don't need <laughs> to see that anymore from them anyway ah uh, yes dark jack the schindler of uh <laughs> video games I, I i would like to see them much in the vein of like we're seeing now with this hi-fi rush thing i think it would be really cool to see a studio of that size and kind of what we've expected from them to come out with maybe a smaller experience but something completely different from what they're currently doing, which would hopefully be either like a Jack and Daxter or something in the vein of a Jack and Daxter, but not necessarily specifically Jack and Daxter, even if it's like a similar tone and vibe, but not Jack and Daxter because they want to save that for when they do a full game. And then, you know, this is kind of just to gauge what people's thoughts and feelings are towards making that game to then say, Hey, look, Sony, it's not just last of us and, and uncharted that it would sell. We could also sell a game that has this kind of aesthetic. Yeah. Yeah, I guess, I guess so. That's cool. So we'll see. I, I'm, 
I'm cautiously optimistic about what a new Uncharted game would be, especially because I feel like it can't just be mostly shooty stuff and I would like it to be more of a, a puzzly climby type adventure. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, I just don't know how you differentiate yourself from a tomb Raider when the whole thing about uncharted was basically dude Raider because now you're a man, <laughs> but <laughs> here you go. Now you're a young woman and, uh, yeah, basically you're just tomb Raider now. We shall see. I, I wonder how soon we would hear about something like that. I, obviously not at E3 now, but maybe at you know a Sony direct thing later this year. We'll we'll hear something about that. All right, Dominic. That is the uh, news I had. You want to go on to new releases here real quick before we get into our games from yeah. last year. All right. Uh, so this one kind of surprise dropped. Valiant Hearts coming home. The uh, game we had talked about, the sequel to Valiant Hearts. It is a Netflix game. So if you are a subscriber to Netflix, you can play this for free, either on your iOS or Android device. Uh, I have downloaded it. We'll see if uh, I have any interest in actually playing that thing on my phone. Uh, You also have Age of Empires 2 Definitive Edition. That is now on the Xbox One and Series consoles. Yeah, Power Wash Simulator now out on the Nintendo Switch, PS4, and PS5. Damn, Xbox had locked up that little exclusive. Yeah, that, that, that's had his own <laughs> I have heard so many people talk about how good that game is, Dominic. And now they're, wow, they just announced, um, there's a crossover there, too. There is a Power Wash Simulator Final Fantasy VII DLC coming, I believe. Oh, that's some bullshit. Is it just on um, PlayStation? Uh, you know, now I'm wondering. Let's see. Da-da-da. Power Wash Simulator is cleaning up Final Fantasy VII in next crossover DLC, courtesy of GameSpot here. Dun, dun, dun. You know what? There's got to be some There's Power no Wash mods. Date. I didn't know. Apparently, there was a free Tomb Raider DLC as well. Um. That's pretty funny. Are, are you 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 watching her? No, 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 no. <laughs> Oh, that just came out January thirty first. Um, no, it's actually like you're you're washing the you're washing washing the manor. Um, oh, okay. And it's actually kind of like the graphics look kind of old too, like almost PlayStation graphics. So it's kind of clever. Um. Yeah, let's see. Originally released. I don't see anything where they're saying specifically it is PlayStation exclusive, so hopefully it is not. But I could definitely see why you would say that, because that game is PlayStation exclusive. Um, well, I guess PC also, so uh, potentially that that could also be there. Let's see. DLC PlayStation exclusive. See if anybody mentions that. I don't see anything. So hopefully that does make its way to everything. Because that seems like that could be a lot of fun. Just scrubbing down Cloud's bike and and dirty old Midgar. I don't know if you have enough power washing power to, to clean up that place, Dominic. There's a lot <laughs> of years of gunk and grime from living under that saucer. Living under that oppressive regime of Shinra. 
All right, uh, so we got that. We also got SpongeBob SquarePants, the Cosmic Shake, out now on PC, Nintendo Switch, PS4, and Xbox One. And Deliver Us Mars, out now on PC, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, and Xbox Series consoles. What is Deliver Us Mars? Is that strategy um, game? I believe it is. Isn't it the sequel to Deliver Us the Moon? Which, honestly, I never really knew what that was. Apparently, according to their website, it is a sci-fi thriller set in apocalyptic near future where Earth's resources have been depleted. So, it seems like it is a uh, first-person kind of puzzle action Maybe not action, maybe adventure style. Okay. Game. So, and I, and I, I've heard people talk about it, and it seems like it's kind of a cool thing, but I just have never gotten around to actually seeing what that game is. So, so those are our new releases for this week, Dominic. We are now going to get into kind of a retrospective of the games that we played last year, kind of talking up the the bigger titles that we enjoyed and uh, listing off all the other ones too. Yeah. So uh, you want to keep it off not too big because you don't want people to know what our game of the year is going to be. Ah, okay. It's going to be very clear. I feel like, <laughs> <laughs> well, you probably can imagine. Yeah. All right. So you say, you want me to start off? Yeah. Okay. Be so kind. All right. So, I played Cyberpunk last year. It, it it feels like damn, it feels like longer to go. So much so so much <laughs> longer ago. But yeah, because I got it on the Stadia, and mm. then I also end up still getting it on PC because I wanted to use cheats. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, so I was playing like cross between both. But I think I played mostly on the PC because of the cheats, even though it was worse graphics. I just mm. dealt with it, uh, <laughs> but yeah, Cyberpunk. It was it was all right. It was all right, but um, it wasn't what it wasn't as good as I thought it would be. But I was fine with it. I thought it was a yeah. it was a it was a it was, it was still a good game. Um, I guess we're still waiting for that um those DLCs to come out. Um, yep. I mean those um yeah the story DLC. All right, so what we got here? I played. Uh, Trails. Well, I played quite a few. I played like what two Trails games. I played Trail. I was still playing Trails, a Cold Steel three, and then I played Trails, a Cold Steel four. Um, so I completed both of them. So I finished that saga of tr- of the Trail series of the uh, the Cold Steel series. I failed the co- I finished that series. Now there's um, I don't know what the English name is going to be. I know it's called Kenanuski, whatever. I'll probably pronounce it. I'll probably butcher the name. But it's it is dealing in another city, Crossbell, and that hasn't come out in over the U.S. official. Well, it's come to the U.S., but it still hasn't been translated. You can buy it though, but there has been translation patches for it. So maybe one mm-hmm. day I'll play it because who knows how long it's going to take for them to officially come out with an American version of the game. But um, that part two just came out for it. Um, so I'm like, yeah, maybe I should jump into this. And they have some other side stories that come out. 
um, of it too. And plus that remake of the one I already played of Crossbell series, but I already beat that and I don't really care about playing that again. Uh, what else? Um, we got Grand Theft Auto 5 up here. Why the fuck did I say that? Oh, because I probably playing with friends. Okay, so whatever. Yeah, you're playing the, uh, whatchamacallit's right? <laughs> Multiplayer. The heists. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, you was doing the heist. Yeah, exactly. Um, we got MK11. I was playing a lot of that because um, it was streaming it. I can stream it. Um, I had Game Pass and everything, so made it a whole lot easier with that. Um, mm-hmm. Gunk was with a new game. Yeah, it was, uh, it was the game where you were these you played as a, this woman and this other woman, um, your partner, like you're on a spaceship and. I guess you like trash people. I don't know. Y'all, y'all clean up stuff. That's your job. And then you would clean up the gunk off this planet. Then some shit happens. I didn't play much of it. Um, I mean, it seemed like it was okay, but I just wasn't in the mood to. Like, it was in a game, and it grabbed me enough to stop playing whatever I was playing. Um, yeah. So which was probably Trails and Cyberpunk. So I, um, I stopped playing it, but it seemed like it was an okay game. Forza Horizon. I want to say it's Forza Horizon Five. I played and. Yeah, I mean, it was Forza, it's Forza Horizon. It was, a, it was <laughs> pretty good. Didn't play as much as Four though, but I mean, it, it it's a Forza game, and yeah. they're always damn good. Life is Strange. I played Life is Strange the the third one, which is I don't know if that what it was called with the girl with the glasses. Yeah. The, the sound um, and color, color Hispanic and one, shapes. yeah, um, and that was good. I I I really enjoyed that. Uh, that was a good did you story. End up beating that one, you yeah, did, right? I beat it. True yeah, colors is what that one was. True colors, yes. Psychonauts two, I mm-hmm. um, also end up finishing that year and really like that. Um, also played a game. Nobody saves the world. It seemed like a RPG, um, a top down. RPG, I want to say, like action RPG, but um, I didn't play enough to really get to know it, and mm-hmm. eh, I didn't. It, it didn't grab me enough um, on it, even though I think the reviews were okay for it. Yeah. When Jammers Two was on the Game Pass, and I tried that out, and yeah, it seems fun, um, like throwing discs at each other, um, stuff like that. So it seemed like it's, it was cool. I heard of Wind Jammers, but I never tried it out. Um, what else I got here? I played Halo, of course. I finished that. Halo Infinite. I think I finally finished it in 2022. And story-wise, it was fine, but wasn't great. Um, but the gameplay I did like. I did really I did enjoy the gameplay. I thought it was really nice. It's sad that they didn't have co-op at the time. They got it now, but um I don't know if I'm ever gonna find time to play with somebody. Especially if it's not if it's just um like I don't think it's matchmaking on co-op. So, yeah. Um, what else I played? Scarlet Nexus. I did the. Beef, this was a JRPG. I did beat that. That was a good game. I was surprised how good it was. Mm-hmm. That I was ended up playing that for a while. That was a game I played after I finished Trails of Cold Steel three because I started four. That started Scarlet Nexus at the same time. That was like you know I'll play Scarlet Nexus, and I like that you can play through it twice. Like with the as the the male and then they play as the female and they have their stories are intertwined that you get to see what was going on with the other character while they were away 
So it was like, hey, what was she doing? And then you realize when you play as her, you say, oh, this is what she was doing. And then you you get what was going on, why some things, it didn't make sense when you played through the first time. Um, but then when you play as her, I played as her, I was like, oh, so this is why this happened. And like, this is what was going on. Like, it was like, it deal with like time travel and stuff. It, it was cool. Like, I thought it was pretty cool how they did the story in that game. And the action was great. The, I, I liked the um, the gameplay um, because this is me after playing um, Tales of Arise, uh, playing that and how that JRPG, the action was a, kind of like a mixture of that, like Devil May Cry, something like this. And this was a great, yeah, this is more action um, mm-hmm. than that one. Um, but it, it was it was good. Uh, Scar Nexus was yeah, it turned out to be a really good game. Um, all right. So then um I you know I got the Oculus. Yeah. And like the um around March area, because my sister had to get surgery and she couldn't use it anymore, so I borrowed it. And um I played some Beat Saber. I played some um Supernatural, which is the um exercise game. Um mm-hmm. and it, well, it's not really a game, but it's an exercise program and everything. It's got subscription and stuff like that to it. That was good. I played some bowling. That was really good. It was too real because I was always getting gutter balls. And um, <laughs> then Vader Immortal. I tried that. That was fun. I fought one and two. I still haven't played three yet. Um, yeah, so I was enjoying that. Um, and I also played some Medal of Honor. That was, I mean, it's only interesting because it's VR. I've never done it before. Um, but I do not like how realistic you had to be with the guns. I wanted it. I didn't want to have to manually put the the bullets in and to actually reload it, like load it up. I did not like that, and I got I died a few <laughs> times because I was doing that. And I said, nope, not for me. I played some Battle Sisters, which is Warhammer. I I should go back to get back to the game. There's so many games that I had to get back into, but that was all right. That was okay, even though I still didn't like loading the guns in that too. But it was a little faster paced. Um, Robo Recall is fun. Um, and I talked about that a lot. Um, mm-hmm. VR Moss is pretty great. I still have to go back to that if I can play two. I played Star Wars Tales, uh, like Tales of the Galaxy, I think it's called, and that that was um, that was that was all right. Like I, I liked it. It was it was fun. Like you go you you play as some guy on this ship, and then shit, shit goes wrong, and then you end up going different places in the galaxy, um, and doing um star wars stuff what, what more to say <laughs> but but it's 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 a more kid friendly it's not as dark like vader's immortal um but it has this, i mean it has a moment where i was like ducking and hiding and shooting these guys man but it, it, yeah it's fun um which i played um some gorn i know that that's that um what is it like that coliseum type of fighting game yeah where, like yeah, physics-y fighting game yeah it's it's really funny um I've tried out Fallout 4 in VR. That was fun. I really, um, I wish though that my PC was um, faster or better um, because I could get more out of it because it was a little janky, uh, me, Hilltop Quest 2, but I think I had a better PC or run really good. And I like, yeah, I like that. Like being in the VR space of Fallout 4, man, it makes it like I do want to play that game in VR. What else have I done? Um, I played a lot of other games too, and I just can't remember them. Like I see them, Vox Machina. I think that's when you was a robot. I didn't like it that much. Um, 
because it was too. I mean, I like how realistic it was. Like you're really inside of it, and the the giant robot you went, and you got to pull these levers and do this. But it was, I kept dying too fast, and then I just stopped. Um, I'll probably see some more VR games later on because I'm just going out of this list. Okay, so then um, what else I played? I played some No Man's Sky again. Went back into that game to play it just to see how it was, and I realized, yep, I, this is not a game for me. Um, even though I played with cheats. <laughs> But it was like, ah, I don't want to, because it's too time consuming and I want to play other things. I played The Walking Dead in VR, very little because I was scared. So I did not get that. <laughs> um, and Space Pirate Shooter, whatever it's called. Mm-hmm. Um, Space Pirate Trainer. Yeah, I played that. That's like a shooter, arcade type of shooter. And it, that's pretty fun. Seven Max in VR. That was fun in a mini golf game in VR. That that's really good, it, and it's real because I could always got a six. I could never finish a. I could never finish a course. <laughs> I was got to get sixes. Uh, the plank, I like that because you like walk on the plank and you like on the edge of the edge of a plank in a high like freaking skyscraper and it looks like you're about to fall. Uh, what else have I played? Um, so NBA Two K, I played that. Um, I played some Samurai Warrior three. I was like, because I at the beat Samurai Warriors two, I was playing three, but I never did finish it. I never did finish three. I get them stop stopping. Um, I played some Weird West. Weird West is the uh, isolate. Um, it's it's like has an isolated camera view. Um, mm-hmm. where um you like yeah yeah you're it's like almost typed down. Um, but it's a uh, um almost like a it's like an RPG. It's like an RPG though, um, and it's pretty good. Um, I just didn't get into it because I was playing other games, and it was a it was a nice game. It was one of those West games. There was a lot of West games that was named this year that had nothing to do with each other, <laughs> and they weren't like each other. But I got them confused with the titles. I have a game up here that says Paradise Lost. I played, and I don't know what the hell that is. Uh, Paradise Lost. Oh, Paradise Not Lost. The Final it's, Fantasy is it? No. Paradise Lost is uh like a Dangaropa game. Um okay. I mean it's gotcha. not really like it's not really like Dangaropa, but you are in first person view, you go around talking to people, you try to you're trying to um find out who how the gods got killed or something, like you're investigating and you're yeah, you gotta find out who how this happened. Um I totally forgot the story, like like um what happens if you don't, but I never got that far into it. Um, I mean, I mean, I got enough to know what it is and it seems all right. If you're into those type of games, it's, it's pretty slow paced because you're just kind of investigating and looking around and going by evidence and stuff. Um, but mm-hmm. I just didn't stay with it, but I might as well go and talk about the Dangaropa. Like I played Dangaropa two. I don't I think I think I played Dangaropa one last year, right? Yeah, I think that was last year. I mean not last year, but you know, twenty twenty one. I think yeah. two I know two I played this year. And then I played the Norway games. Um I played the um the first one, which is nine nine nine, and then the second one, which was the last virtue. Virtue's last stand or something like that. Um and both of those were great. Both of those were great games. I, I really enjoyed them. Um, and Dangaropa 2, it was okay. Uh, Dangaropa 1 was better. Dangaropa 2 was okay. The ending, I didn't really like that much. 
Uh, but it was I had fun playing it. Um, also another game done by the same guys from the same company. Um, well, at least by the same company. I don't think it was the same guys. I played. Um, darn, let me see. It's down here. Um, well, I'll get to it. I'll get to it. I might as well just go by the list. Um, to get through it, Ghostwire Tokyo. I did play. I played a lot of Ghostwire Tokyo, but that it wasn't. It was all right, but it, it got boring. It got boring for me after a while. I mean, I liked it initially, and like, like I can go back to it right now and have fun. But then I'm gonna stop and and not finish it, or maybe I'll finish it this time if I start from where I left off. Um, but I'm not because darn, I'm not gonna have the same saves because when I get it for Xbox, I'll start from the beginning again. Damn. Um, but that's gonna suck. But it's an all right game. But it wasn't um great. It wasn't that scary. It's not. It's not. I mean, it's some tension, but it's not that scary. I mean, I do like that you look at the stories of people uh who died, and then you try to like basically help guide their souls to the afterlife. But the whole fighting the um ghosts and stuff, I don't know. It just got pretty old for me. It just didn't stick with me. Um, might as well say I finally did play uh, Deathloop 2, and the only reason I stopped playing is because it can't run well on my PC, and I want cheats. And I'm not yeah. going to play without cheats. And, and, and oh, well, the only, actually, technically, no. Um, I Actually, I don't mind playing without cheats. I can't play it, I mean, because I can stream it and play it, but the, the pixelation, I just can't get, I don't like dealing with that. I played the Ninja Turtles, the new Ninja Turtles game, and Shredder's Revenge, that mm. was great. I still haven't beaten it though, but that was great. I played the the also the Kawabunga collection. I only played the I played me, I played a little bit of like arcade or two arcade. I played one, which is a horrible game, still a horrible game. Um and but I played two arcade and I played um some of three. I played some of that. It, it's a fine collection. I think my friends the friend my friends got the collection, I think. One of them got it for the Switch. I don't know what my other buddy, what he got on. Power Watch Simulator, as we just talked about. I played that, and that is a fun game. It somehow is relaxing just to watch stuff. I <laughs> wish it could really, I wish it really was cleaning stuff. My, uh, my, like, my, <laughs> but just controlling a drone somewhere, spraying <laughs> yeah. down some cars. I wish it was like a real job I was doing. Yeah, that's like, yeah, I'm getting paid for this. As Dusk Fall, this is a story-based um so like almost like a graphic novel, um, but more interactive and, and like in more um pad like branches and it's really good. I still haven't finished it. I mean it's long. It's longer than I thought it was. I just thought it was gonna be like a short game. And I was surprised um how long it was. And it is pretty damn good. It's a good story and I like how the choices, man, you it gets tense. On these choices, and yeah, I, I like it. I like. I'm gonna finish it. It's just, it's just take some time. It's gonna take some time, but it was good. Um, I played some other VR games, Warhammer and Tempest, which is a uh, your it's old Warhammer, not not like Battle mm. Sisters is based off the Warhammer. It's not like thirty thousand k, right? No, four k, whatever, 40K. forty thousand. I don't know. Um, but. That this is based off just original Warhammer, like the old, basically, it might as well Elder Scrolls, kind of. I played Starlight, which is a strategy game. Um, almost reminds me of Homeworld, but just in um, 
VR, so you kind of just move, you kind of in the space and like, it was like a god basically, you moving the ships, telling the ships where to go and that and stuff. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, I played Guardians of the Galaxy, beat that game. That is a good game. It's just not polished enough. But it reminds me of the Naughty Dog. Like, it reminds me of Uncharted and stuff like that. Um, But it's just as polished. I do like, but the banter, the dialogue is great. I mean, it's a great story. It's a good story. I, I really like it. Um, Fire Emblem War- Warriors Three Houses. I played that. That is the um, the Warriors version of Fire, Fire Emblem game that had came out. Um, mm. And it's great. Um, it, it is it is um I really liked it. Um it's is it better than yeah, I don't say it's better than the first Fire Oh uh, yeah, Fire Emblem was yeah, because it, it feels like even the first one did, but this feels like I'm I'm playing a Fire Emblem game. It's just that when I'm fighting, I'm just it's just like uh, a Dyson Warriors game. Um but you do all the things like you usually do in Fire Emblem. I, I just love how they integrated that their systems together to make this game. Um, I put Star Fox. Oh, I, I must have played Star Fox 64 through the Nintendo thing. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and I played some Yoshi Story through the Nintendo, um, the Super, the N64 app on yeah. the Nintendo Switch. Nintendo and Multiverses. Yeah. Versus, I tried that out. The Smash clone, which turns out to be pretty fun. Haven't gone yeah, back to cool. it, though. But it was pretty fun. Um, Midnight Fighting Express, which is a nice fighting game. Um, Isometric View, um... But it's like a beat 'em up, um, but kind of stylish. Like it's okay. Shinfu, oh Shifu, um, they um, that is a great action game. The one you age as you die, that is great. I played with. Did I, I try to play with a mod? Did I play with the mod? No, I didn't. I don't think I actually did play with mods yet. I think I loaded up and it didn't. It didn't work right, and I just stopped. When I was going back to it, so I ended up never going back to it. Um, but what I played was really fun. Oh, what else I played? Um, another game, Swarm. I played on the VR. That's probably one of the uh, most fun I had with games on the VR, where you have a swarm of ships that you kind of swing it around like Spider-Man with these cables around, and you're shooting them at mm. the same time. That is awesome. Um, but another game, Lone Echo, which I played. you have to play through the um, PC because it's only on... The PC um, Oculus, but it hasn't been made for the Quest yet. I um, played that, and that is so immersive. Like you, you're a robot, and you're on this ship with this lady, and you're just trying to fix um, something's happened, and it's caused a lot of problems on the space station, and you're trying to fix everything to get everything right. Um, and man, it is so realistic. Like it really feels like I'm out in space, man, and. One time I was just floating out there and I was screaming like, ah, what am I going to do? Like, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, like Sandra but, Bullock. <laughs> but man, that is awesome. Like that, <laughs> woo, man, that, that's a good game. That's one of the best <laughs> games. And I, I haven't played two yet, but I haven't even finished one. Um, I'm doing this puzzle. I'm trying to get past these lasers, but I keep dying. Um, what else I played? Um, Trek to Yomi was not a good, not that good of a game. That shot scrolling, yeah. um, I would say samurai type of game. What it is? Mm. Um, yeah, it definitely didn't hit with me either. Yeah, um, I played because some games I'm going to skip because it's just I'm I, it's getting a little too long and then it's not we really played a lot. Um, what else I played? I played I put Doom. Oh, I played Doom in um, VR. That was pretty good. Mm. Um, Zombie Land in VR is pretty good. Half Life in VR I haven't done too much, so I can't say it's really good. 
But I mean, it's interesting. Um, I did. Um, what else have I done? Um, Creed. Creed was really good, and also the other boxing game. Um, I forgot what it was called because I don't think I actually put the name up here because I think it's probably just for <laughs> boxing. Um. I um, also played Klonoa. I know you played it too. You played it more than I did. Yeah. Um, Gotham Knights. I beat that game. Um, story wise, it's good. I, I I do like it. But gameplay wise, it's fine. It's fine. I never played it with people, um, but it's okay. But it, it's it's too um like um what well, I want to call it bullet sponge because you're you're not <laughs> shooting bullets, but. Uh, like it's kind of spongy because it's trying to be uh you know for that multiplayer element of it like you know like destiny and things of that mm-hmm. nature um but it's just that but batman game i wanted to be just like the arkham knights games um so yeah. i mean it's it's an okay game but it's definitely not i wouldn't definitely when i worth 60 bucks or anything uh i played some more oh yeah spider-man remastered for the pc i played that i played that well spider-man technically again but this better and with all these mods oh my <laughs> god it's awesome it's awesome playing yeah. peter parker naked is it's, it's the best thing ever um also mlb the show i played um what else have i played well, i got vampire up here vampire survivors maybe oh yes yes that's what i was <laughs> i paid a shitload of that um yeah great game um i also played the ghostbusters um uh yeah, the Ghostbusters multiplayer game, and that was that was okay. I mean, I I enjoyed it, but didn't go back. I mean, it's kind of hard to go back to these um, multiplayer games. Yeah. Um, Evil West, which is a cool action game that seemed like is like back from the PS2 days kind of action games. Um, pretty all right. Um, just don't have the time to play it. God of War, uh, shucks, that should be the like game of the year, but I haven't put a lot of time into it. Yeah. Um, because I just been. Focusing on being Persona 5. And I don't know if I even feel like playing it after we beat Persona 5. That's the thing. I don't have that feeling like, yeah, I gotta play some God of War. Like I did the first one. I don't I don't yep. know why. Maybe it's it's, it's just it's not that feeling. Um Tiny Tina Wonderland. I haven't got back to it, but I'm gonna get back into it. Um, one day he says, I mean it's gonna be I'm just gonna call my friend and we're gonna this do it. It's not it's not even time, it's just just haven't been in the mood. And I think he probably the same way um mm-hmm. but we, yeah when we did this we will but yeah i did it's okay gang it's not um what's it what's it called um borderlands 2 is still the best one tiny tina's wonderland um i wouldn't say number two but it, it might be but just i haven't beaten it but it, it might be better than three i mean it, it seems like the story is, seems better than three already so i'll, I'll just say that well, Borderlands 2 is the best one, and it seemed like nothing's going to touch that one. And I played the Iron Man in VR. Iron Man VR was um pretty good. Um, I did enjoy what I played of it. The Last Clockwinder, a puzzle game. I played a lot of that, actually, because in yeah, one city. Cool. Yeah, the, the Last Clockwinder, I like uh, all the puzzles you do in there. And, and also the story of how you're learning about the woman. I think she passed away that who took care of you while you were staying there. And like you kind of learning, um, like reading her diary of not diary, but little notes she has around about her time with you and stuff. And it's like, oh, this is really touching. <laughs> um, Beacon Pines, I forgot about that game. Um, that's a game to get back into. It seemed like a pretty cool, um, like almost story 
driven type of game. Um, okay. I don't know if there's any action, um, but it's pretty dark. It, it looks like it's talking little critters, but I think it's dark. Um, oh, now I remember you're talking about that one. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's it. I mean, it's not really it. It's a lot of the games, but those are the big ones I could think of or I have written down here, I believe. I'm, I'm probably, I feel like I'm missing something here. Persona 5, of course. Oh, I'm playing that now. Yeah. Persona 5, that's why I have it there. Um, <laughs> I'm playing that. Um, and... I don't know. I think that might be it. Yeah. Okay. I'm just going to go hit. Oh, AI Summon and Files. That's what it was. Mm, that was a big one. Yeah. That's that's the one um, that's like um, Dangaropa and um, the Nornary games and stuff like that. Yeah. They, um, and it's two of them. I played both of them. I played the, the first one. And the second one was called AI um Damn, what the what was it? This shit called? Maybe that is. A, I don't know which one was which. AI. Oh, Nirvana. I think it's called. Yeah, AI Sonic Files Two Nirvana Project or something like that. Mm. Um, or Nirvana Initiative. I think it's called. But yeah, I play both of them. They're great stories. I love they um the twist they have. They had some good twists that I didn't see coming. Now the twist in the second one. I almost feel like it's a little cheating, but I understand it <laughs> after they do it. And it's like, oh, that's cool, but it's kind of cheating. I couldn't ever, like I said, like, I could never figure that out. I would never figure that out. Um, I, was, I like twists where it's like, hey, I could have thought of it if I really right. tried. Like, I mean, I had a chance to think of it. Could've like, it's like, pieced oh, it together. Right. Yeah. But it's like this, like, man, yeah, that kind of pieces together. <laughs> well, maybe, I'm, maybe I'm that stupid, though. I don't know. Um, maybe maybe the internet. But I, I ain't seen nobody else say that. I think maybe I saw a couple people say that, and a lot of people called them out on it too. They say, yeah, you're a lying <laughs> motherfucker. You a lying motherfucker. Um, but um, yeah, great. That was a great game um, that I played that, that I never even heard of till that year. Apparently, that, year, that game came out right around COVID, the first one, right before COVID, mm-hmm. around COVID. And then the second one just came out this year. So, yeah, man. Um, yeah, it was it was an all right year. It was an okay year. Um, I played a lot of stuff, but um, I completed only a few uh, games. But the games I completed, I really enjoyed. Yeah, uh, except for Gotham Knights, it was just I enjoyed the story. I enjoyed the story of that. <laughs> all right, so what you what you played throughout the year? Like, all right. yeah, was- um, so I'm just gonna kind of list these off as I talked about them in, in the year. Uh, first up, Death's Door. I had started that the year before. I finished it. At the beginning of last year, I enjoyed that game quite a bit. It was very cool. You were the little crow with Dark Souls-like, whatever. Uh, Luigi's Mansion 3, once again, I returned to that game. One of these days, <laughs> the, the time I return to it, I'll maybe beat that game. Artful Escape, I came to that game last year, finally. I thought it had a lot of cool concepts to it, but it, it never quite felt right to me. So I, I eventually didn't end up sticking with it. And I think now it's not on Game Pass anymore. So it'll probably be a long time before I find myself getting back to that if if it ever does make its way to, back to Game Pass. Um, uh, similar to Death's Door, Chicory, uh, I played a good bit of that at the beginning of the year. 
I did not ever finish that though. Uh, Ghostwire Tokyo, the prelude, which was kind of the point and click adventure game, which was very short that came out at the time of that launch of the full game. That was an okay experience, but uh, it, it didn't really do much. There wasn't much to it, not even in the way of actually like pointing, clicking, finding adventure kind of stuff. Tunic. Um, Tunic was big for me, but at the same time, it wasn't quite what I was expecting it to be. And not in the way that it ended up. That's right. Up I played surprising a little bit of everybody. That yeah, yeah. You played a bit of that too. Yeah. Um, I appreciated the fact that they gave me options to continue to play that game because I definitely needed the like invulnerability. I, I don't know that I would have even progressed as far as I did in that game had they not given me those kind of accessibility things. Um, that is a game that I, I feel like I would like to revisit at some point, um, but I just got to figure out when I'm in the mood to, to try and revisit that Trek for Yomi. You mentioned not that great uh, rogue legacy Two. That's a game that the first one I really enjoyed. And this one kind of came out, did the same thing. I played for a couple of weeks and then never really went back to um, TMNT Shredder's revenge. That seems like an awesome game. In fact, I was looking at, it on the phone because it's also part of Netflix's subscription thing. Really? Um, yeah. So you can just download that if you have a Netflix subscription on your phone. I don't know that I would actually want to play that on my phone though, unless I could Bluetooth a controller to it. Um, but at that point, like why not just boot it up on my PC? So one of these days I'll play more of that game. I spent a lot of time going back to fall guys, almost more than anything this year. Um, just the events they had would bring me back in every now and then. Um, I've definitely seen some skins that I would have liked to have gotten, but I'm not going to pay money for them. And it seems like basically that's the only way to get anything really cool out of that game. Um, as far as the, uh, cosmetics go, but gameplay wise, I like that they've kind of siphoned off the team, base things into their own categories because that was always what kind of pushed me away from the well not the original but when i played fall guys originally was was doing fine in the solo missions and then the team-based stuff was a little more difficult and i always got eliminated there uh i revisited jedi fallen order this year i tried getting back into that again Played it for a week and then something else came out, so I, I fell away from it again. Um, definitely seems like a cool game. I would like to play that. I would like to play the sequel when it comes out. Um, but just making the time to do it is is something I need to do. Klonoa, you mentioned it. Um, ended up being kind of disappointed with that game when I actually got my hands on it. It was always something, you know, before it released, I was excited to, to play because I was excited by the the prospect of that game from seeing it from PlayStation back in the day, but never really getting to play it outside of like the Game Boy Advance one, which I thought the Game Boy Advance one at the time at least was was pretty good. Um, and yeah, it just kind of came and and wasn't really much to it. Multiverses, you mentioned it. It's a really cool alternative to Smash Brothers. I, I think they did a good job with that game. I hope that it succeeds for them. Um, and, yeah, and I can continue yeah, to put work into that. 
Uh, Blossom Tale 2. Kind of forgot that that game came out. I need to get back to that because I enjoyed that first game a lot. Got started on it and then something else came along and and never went back to it. Um, probably this next game, honestly, uh, from the following week was Tiny Kin. That came, came out. I kind of looked at it initially and was like, eh, it's weird. Um, and then I booted it up and I was, you know, completing it within a couple of days. I, I thought that game was fantastic. It did a really good job with just the way transversing those little environments felt, you know, you get on that bar of soap and you roll around, mix that with the kind of collect-a-thon nature of picking up all that stuff. Uh, it, it had a very like Banjo-Kazooie Mario 64 feel to it despite having its, uh, you know, very obvious Pikmin, uh, connotations there as well. Um, Disney dreamlight Valley, uh, seems like a cool thing. I don't know. It was fine from what I played. I actually quite enjoyed it, but it feels like a time commitment that I'm just not willing or able to make, uh, nowadays to, to get the full worth out of a game like that. Shovel Knight Dig, that's a really cool spin on the the Shovel Knight uh, kind of gameplay, uh, turning it into a roguelike, almost in a similar form of uh, SteamWorld Dig. Uh, but at the same time, didn't quite... It took me longer than I expected to for it to click with me. Um, but even then, I think uh, a lot of what SteamWorld Dig did appealed to me uh, more than what shovel knight dig did um death death loop you mentioned it um kind of the same i i I think it's a cool thing i would maybe go back to it but um there are different aspects of it that kind of turned me off from it it just it being more of like a dishonored type thing despite the fact that i also want to like dishonored um, and, and less of kind of a straightforward shooter, I, I think kind of one of was, was one of the aspects that, that pushed me away from it. Um, scorn that game. I actually just in, uninstalled this morning because I'm, I'm not going to go back to that game. It's, it definitely seemed like kind of something different, uh, before launch. It, it felt like it was going to be something more active than almost a like miss style puzzle game. And it sounds like it does get to that point later in the game, but that's actually the less interesting parts of that game. And what I played at the beginning wasn't particularly interesting in and of itself. So I, I don't foresee myself ever really going back to that game. Uh, Marvel snap seems like a really cool kind of evolution of the card based battle game. Uh, quick matches is definitely a big improvement over when I was playing Hearthstone. But once again, I think it's a victim of just being a game that I would play on my phone because I, I really just don't do that much. Um, ghost song is a game that you had, uh, kind of brought to my attention as part of game pass, a Metroidvania with a really cool art style. Um, but I think I got stuck in one part and then I just never went back to it. And, you know, something else came along and, and drew my attention. Uh, God of war, you mentioned it, but just like you said, there's something about it that 
it's not drawing me to play it in the same way that first game did. And I don't know if it, part of it is because it's just an iteration of that first game. And that first game was, was so different from those previous games or what, but I'd really like to, to see what that story has to offer. But I, I just wasn't drawn to continue playing it. I I'll get around to it eventually, but right now it's just not, not hidden Somerville. Another one that uh, feels like a lot of these things I'm mentioning kind of just uh, disappointed me, but Somerville uh, game coming from some of the guys behind uh, that left play dead and, and worked on inside and, and uh, limbo. Um, it just, it, a lot of it did not work for me. It, it did not work in the same way that especially inside of the two really did. I mean, between the two of us, we, we spent a lot of time talking about inside. We'd made a, made a specific podcast dedicating, dedicated to talking about that game and the spoilers of that game, because it was just so amazing with the way that it would switch up gameplay between different, different levels and whatnot. Um, and Somerville is kind of the complete opposite of that. It's just more of the same and boring kind of throughout the entirety of that game. Uh, Astro's Playroom, that uh, for a pack-in game that came along with the PS5, that thing is awesome as a kind of historical piece for PlayStation. That is awesome, uh, mm-hmm. collecting all the the old peripherals and and hardware in that game and being able to look at them with your controllers. You like move it around is is really cool. The gameplay once again is a thing that switches it up between the levels. Like you're not always just this little robot guy doing platforming stuff. There's also, you know, you jump into this ball and then you move it around with the, the touchpad or you're this frog that you, that has a spring on them and you're using the gyro to control where you're going and the, the, the haptic feedback triggers to, to move, um, is really creative, a really cool game. Crash Bandicoot four. It's about time. Um, I was never a, a huge PlayStation like Crash Bandicoot fan. I always looked at him as like competition for Mario back in the day. Um, but this game does a really good job, uh, just feeling like a really tight, good platformer. Um, it also looks visually great and uh, is really neat. Vampire Survivors, incredible. You know, that that's a game that really kind of came out of nowhere, it feels like, and is different from a lot of things I've played in the past. I, I think that's one of the things that I struggle with nowadays as a video games person of a certain age is... I feel like I've seen a lot of of games, whether they're just prettier now or slightly evolve a concept, but Vampire Survivors really feels like it's different in a lot of ways than than things I've played in the past. Mario Kart 8 played some of that DLC. Um, they, they came as part of the expansion pass. And a lot of those levels are cool. It's It's neat seeing some of those ones that I'm very familiar with from like the Game Boy Advance versions being uh, reimagined basically in Mario Kart 8, which just plays incredibly, looks good still, and runs well. Soccer Story, I, I mentioned that earlier when we were talking about uh, Sports Story, but that could be, 
to me, basically the spiritual successor to golf story in the way that it's kind of this smaller studio coming along and, and creating this really good, really, um, kind of sweet game. Um, also played need for speed unbound. That seems like a step in the right direction for that series, but also, I, I don't know how you compete with Forza Horizon at this point outside of trying to go in a different direction. And while this game does that, it, it still doesn't have some of the like creature comforts of a Forza Horizon where you can rewind in races, which just makes it so much more accessible for someone like me who maybe likes to take corners a little too quickly and, and smash into walls but also likes to uh, come in first. So it's nice to uh, <laughs> be able to actually rewind that stuff and not have to start over a whole race again. Uh, Lego builders journey played a very little bit of that. That seems like a cool kind of thing. It makes sense that that started as a phone game. I don't know that it has what it takes to get me to sit in front of my computer and, and play much more of that. But I, I really like the concept. I think the idea of telling a story through these Lego pieces is kind of uh, entertaining and, uh, and really neat. Um, and then High on Life. Uh, that is a game. Oh, that shit. Leading I forgot to mention to that. that. Yeah. yeah um, so what did you think of it real quick? If you oh, yeah. I did. I, give you well, I did like it. I did, I did like what I played. I, I like. I enjoyed. I enjoyed it. the uh, the banter was was funny too. Um, in that yeah. one, not, not really banter, but um, well, some just banter because they were, some things were arguing each other. Uh, but yeah, the the comedy was pretty funny. And, is that a game um, you see yourself going back to? Yeah, yeah. The only reason is that um, well, I wanted to play it through streaming. Um, hmm. but it, it's all pixelation. But I might just have to deal with the PC because I don't think it was running that well on my PC at, at first. I think it's going right. to, it probably wasn't good now. I just didn't optimize it right. Gotcha. Yeah, I, I that game turned out, uh, and conversely, I talked about being disappointed kind of this year, but that one was kind of a surprise to me. I didn't go into this game thinking much of it. I thought maybe some of that voice stuff with the guns was going to be overbearing and irksome. And as it turns out, I, I actually was kind of hoping for for some more out of it, I would have liked to, to see more lines, you know, when I attempt to kill these aliens that my gun does not want to kill. Um, and I think it just overall, like the gameplay itself, in addition to the comedic stylings of it, I think the gameplay is actually really solid and adding the jetpack as I did before I last, uh, kind of stopped playing it. I think that'll add a, a nice little dimension to it that, that could be needed as you progress through that game. So I think that thing's cool. Yeah. Those are the, those are the games I played this year no, or last right. year rather. So I guess next podcast, we'll do a half-ass game of the year. Yeah. Awards. Draw and, some um, conclusions about this thing. Yeah, wrap exactly. Up, wrap up that year. All right, Dominic. It's so going to be Elder Ring any? that wins it for us. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> somehow it's not even on the list of things that, yeah, that we really good. played. Yes. You know, I'm, I'm going to pick it up and then be like, I want to retroactively add this to my list Yeah, <laughs> as I play it with a guitar. All right, Dominic. Um, do you have anything else for the people for this week? No, I'm good. 
All right. Thank you guys as always for listening. You can check us out on Twitter. Dominic's at DStalworth5. I'm at Regulus MB. The podcast is at Superpod, S U P A P O D. Superpod.com is our website. It has all of our previous podcasts as well as links to all the places you can find us, including YouTube, where there is a video version of this podcast, as well as all of the audio places like iTunes, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Spotify. And until next time, guys, talk to you later. All right, see you.